best. Best show. It's the very best and the funniest. My arm? Only Dr. Can you hear me? Formerly at NASA, has provided any explanation. It's the funniest. Oh. Ah, it's a King of Podcasts. It's every one of us. It's every one of us. We saved everybody, and every man, every child, every woman, every child, every pet show. Show is alive. What? Ah! Uh, it's the best show. Tom's just a man. A man with all the things. No, it's just a man. No, it's just the best show. May, this lovely May uh, evening, the beginning of May of 2018. How are you? I'm good. It's me, Tom. We're going to have a good show tonight, have a lot of fun. Topic tonight is, what is it? It's, uh, I would pay to see that. Yeah, so let's uh, let's do that now. It's the things you'd pay to see. What'd you pay to see? I would pay to see the uh, the uh, the 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 Jack White running on a treadmill. I'll tell you about more of that later. But why don't we just start the special? Let's just start. It. Let's just start the show. Then we'll get into the rest of it 
but we start it first and then we get going after that, right? That's how it goes. The phone number, 201-332-3484. That's the number to call and get in on the uh, the action here tonight. So let's have a grand old time, have a good, get the whole family gathered around. It's best show time. Here we go. What? No! It's not the song. Losing it. Someone's going to get it. Someone's going to get it. Maybe I'm the one who should get it. show here may of 2018 what's going on tonight everybody Uh, i hope you're having a nice night or whenever you're listening to this again this could be somebody could be hearing this on a spaceship after earth is uh dunzo baby right you can hear it as they're trying to reassemble the human race Listening to the best show. Start here. Good place. What's going on tonight, Mike? Not a whole lot. This is nice and warm out, yes. I uh, come in. Not going to name names. Let's just say the pretzels filled with peanut butter the old jar still has pretzels it still has stuff in it 
New one's open. Someone's eating. I'm not going to name names again. Not naming names. He's eating them. I was like, well, you know, that we didn't finish the previous one. Said, uh, so sue me. That's what he said back. So sue me. Can't win with that, right? Not naming names, though. 201-332-3484 is the number tonight if you want to get in on the action. And we have uh, some kind of show tonight. I'd pay to see that is what we're talking about. And where did the idea for this come from? Well, let me tell you. I read this article. Let me, let me, uh, let me pull it up here for a second. Reading this article, this uh, this uh, this uh, Jack White, right? He uh, it was an article in Rolling Stone, and he was talking about how he works out, and uh, here's what he said about how he uh, how he exercises. He said, uh, let's see. I just had it. No, not that. Hold on. Why am I not finding this when I need it? Ugh. Here it goes. He explains how he exercises. I run as fast as humanly possible for short bursts on a treadmill. Like, I'll do it at top bleeping speed on a treadmill. I can't run outside. It's too dangerous to run that fast outside with rocks and bleep. I'll probably break an ankle. But whatever the top speed on the treadmill, I'll go for short bursts so I don't have a heart attack or some bleep. And I, well, first of all, what is, what is this What is this guy? This guy can't go without a... Uh, can't tighten it up? Tighten up the toilet language? What is that? When you tack on and and s to things, that's the most avoidable thing of all. Because you're saying and, you don't have to say the and to even get in. And his thing is, this is he thinks this is what human beings are are meant to do. You run as fast as you can to catch up with an elk, then you hide for a couple minutes, then you run really fast again. So I heard that, and I was just like. Man, I would love nothing more than to see that. See him in his workout gear. Getting on a treadmill. Setting it as quickly at the top speed on a treadmill. The absolute fastest speed. And then running. For for just, I picture he'd probably be wearing the hat. He'd probably be wearing um, some sort of like some sort of like color coordinated workout gear. Not he's not gonna wear white stripes colors. You know he don't wear them no more. But just running on a treadmill going that fast, like I was like, yeah, I'd like to see how much would I pay to see that? You know how much I'd pay? To see? I'd pay three hundred dollars for like quality quality video on that 300 
What would you pay to see? What would you want? What do you think I would pay to see? There's only one way to find out, my friends. You call 201 332 3484. And the number, uh, that's the phone number. Also, music wise, what did we hear? Pa- Palace. We heard Palace from their hit album, Viva Last Blues, way back in 1995. Uh, work hard, play hard. It's kind of my motto. I don't know about you, Mike. It's my motto. On Drag City. Now, Drag City, you should know, uh, dragcity.com. They've been putting all their stuff on on uh, streaming media lately, uh, year by year. So I think that's one of the ones you can hear now. I think 1995 might have gone up. Check all your streaming music sources. I'm looking at uh, the, the, the Instagram here for a second. It's like... What, what, this H-Man character? Remember that guy H-Man, Mike? What is it with these people with their food thing? It's like, this guy's eating, what's he eating there? I don't know, it's like, I gotta see a picture of this guy eating? I assume he eats. We all eat. Like, what am I supposed to look at this picture and go, hey, did you know H-Man ate some food the other day? It's making me sound like somebody who hates these things and is just like, Oh, it's just pictures of people eating. That's all people put up on it. It's pictures of them eating. I gotta see a picture of their food. But in this case, he's actually doing that. Thumbs down, H-Man. Thumbs down. I expect more from you. I'd also like to issue a formal apology to my friend Andy Kindler. I said uh, in a joking matter on uh, Twitter. And yes, I'm back on Twitter in a reserved capacity. Why? Because it's unavoidable because... In this line of work, I have to have some presence on it or people uh, people uh, forget. They forget. And I know they forget. I see what's going on. I see the, I see the, the, I see the, the, the reaction and stuff. The shows where I ain't got no uh, presence on that. They, these, these, these people, they, they don't listen. It's a certain amount of dancing you have to do in this life. And I'm realizing that's one of the places I have to dance in a limited capacity. I have to dance there or I risk uh, jeopardizing the future of the best show. So if, if that's the case, then I'll dance. So be it. So I dance. So I go on and so I dance. Do I like it? No, I don't. But I dance. And here comes Mike. Hold on. What? Is he? Yeah. Mike just handed me a piece of paper. It says Mike Francesa is on Twitter now. Mike Francesa, who came back today, yeah, yeah. the 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 WFAN broadcaster who dramatically did this endless farewell tour. It was how long? It was like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. A year and a half farewell tour, and then he came back to the station in four months. Yeah. I'm leaving. I don't. Uh, I don't know what's next. I'm just gonna leave. I don't know. I got some big things. And he would even say, like, I, I've been tracking podcasting, and I realize with that these people are doing it all wrong. And it's like, well, have you listened to a podcast? No. But he knows they're doing it wrong. And they came crawling back to the station he did this farewell tour from after a year and a half. You met at, a, at a massive pay cut also. Yeah. If he would have just stayed... He would have been, uh, r- r- look, this guy shouldn't be paid $30 for what he does. He's the worst. 
Somehow in that thing, the worst is the best. And you know what his big announcement was today? What was his big announcement? He's got an app coming out at the end of the an summer. App. An Could app. you imagine? He's an app. Cutting edge now. You probably think, what do you think he thinks an app is? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. He never, you know, explained what it is. What, what do you think it is? But he's got it coming out. Fried calamari? <laughs> an app, right? Yeah. We'll get the app. I'll get the, uh, we'll get the, uh, we'll try the fried calamari. We'll get that. Uh, what is this other thing? This looks good. What is this? It's zucchini? Fried zucchini? We'll, we'll try that app also. No, Mike, it's an app. It's a application what no they're doing that wrong but i don't know what it is it's blowhard he's back i tell you in this world the blow uh, god god blesses the blowhards and look i'm a blowhard but i'm like lowercase but I'm, I'm a funny blow I'm the, I'm the blowhard you root for Right, it's like a, it's like a, I'm having fun with blow. The idea of being a blowhard. Not these these guys. They believe it. It's a sick world, man. No one knows where Dudio is. He's out and about. He's on uh, on uh, on assignment. Hope he's well. He, I think he's in. Oh, so just to go back before I start another fictional. Uh, line of 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 uh, uh, mayhem with dudio let me conclude the andy kindler thing i said on twitter that he uh that i was going to replace him on this show bob's burgers a show that for some reason apparently i did something wrong in a previous life to where i'm not a part of that show everyone everyone's got uh 40 parts on that thing except uh they, they, they look past the kid you know what good you couldn't afford me now on that thing. Couldn't afford me. They come knocking. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm booked, is what I'd say. I'm booked. So, so I said I was replacing Andy Kindler because uh, the guy who did the voice of the, the character he does on the show is recently deceased, I said. And it was funny, and everybody was laughing about it, and it, Andy was joking around, I'm joking and then people were just like, wait, is he actually dead? He's like, no, he's not. He's fine. Andy Kindler's fine. This guy's good. Hey, look, so to the to the to the Andy Kindler fans who call themselves Kindlerers, I apologize to all those Kindlerers out there. Your guy's okay. Your guy's okay. He's still he's still doing it. He's still, uh, he got the memo. He got the memo, right? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't well, smell, them. smell them. We all get the memo that he's still doing it.
and he's the funniest. This Andy Kimmer. He's funny. He's a funny guy. Funny guy. Love him. I love Andy Kimmer. Who's good here, Mike? Line two. My idea good or your idea good? All of our ideas. Well, this should be an event then. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, Justin. Justin. Do I know this, Justin? Uh, actually, I called in about, oh, let me think, about two months, well, actually about a couple months ago. Okay. If you remember, you were talking to the hemorrhoid cream guy that spent like an hour just talking about his experience in the in the entertainment business and everything. I called when that guy called in. And where are you calling from? Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville, God's country, as they say out there. Right? Oh, what you say? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. It's Coolville, USA, out there. Oh, uh, it's pretty cool out here. Yeah. What do you What do you ride around town on? A, a motor scooter? What do you got? <laughs> Actually, a Chevy HHR. It's essentially Chevy's version of the PT Cruiser. Really? And what yep. did you inherit that, or is that? Yes, I did. I my dad gave it to me. Oh, that's nice. Because you don't. Not that I'm putting it down. You don't sound like a PT Cruiser type. Guy, uh, I'm more of a Toyota Corolla type of person. Mm-hmm. I convinced my dad to get one, so yeah. I just keep I keep this I keep the card because I don't have a car payment, and sure. it, it was a real it was a really nice gift. That's very nice. That's nice of uh, old Papa, right? Oh, definitely, he's a good man. Old Papa hooked you up. Yep. <laughs> so what? Uh, why, 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 what's going on? Why, what's going on tonight, uh, Dennis? Dennis, was it? Uh, Justin. Justin. What's going on tonight, Justin? Uh, nothing much. Just, I'm actually doing some, I'm actually a software engineer by trade, and I'm doing some programming training alongside listening to the show. Okay. That's nice. Some people say that the show helps them, uh, helps them write when they, uh, when they, when they, when they, when they, when they, uh, when they do, they, they make their crafts or they do their writing or whatever it is. Oh, definitely. Like, it, I'm sure because you're, you're a musician, because my dad's a musician as well. Um, have you heard of the Yes album, Tales from Topographic Oceans? Why, yes, I have. No pun intended. That was not a, that was not my idea of a joke. I have, yes. It's their, it's <laughs> uh, yeah, their, it's I, their double LP. A, it's a double LP they put out, the one that Rick Wakeman quit over. Yep. Yeah, what's really funny is that the, the first and last song from t- Tales from Topographic Oceans, uh, The Revealing Science of God and Ritual. Those two songs helped me actually get through a lot of my hard programming and calculus, a lot of my hard, my, a lot of my hard programming and calculus courses when I was a sophomore in college. I was, a me- I was actually a meteorology major. You were, and you were, it was the goal to be a, a, a weather, weather man or to be a, a person working a scientific for a researcher. Okay. So you would – okay, well, tell me this, Justin. Uh-huh. How come it is these weather forecast things? It's like they get – it's like a coin – I could I could do what they're doing with just by flipping a coin, it seems. 
How come? Now, there's plenty of di- there's actually a lot of different organizations that do weather forecasting. Probably a lot what you're used to are the stuff you see on TV, the Weather Channel, and like local weather broadcasters. The stuff that I'm used to is that the stuff that I'm doing is actually more related to government and scientific research and through ah. organizations like the National Weather Service gotcha. and the National oh, Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. So, so they are a you're... lot less hyped and way uh-huh. more scientific. So why don't you spread the word on what you're what you're uh, finding out? Well, it's well, it's just that that's the way that media is. The loudest voice is usually the one that gets the most promotion. People would want it to be accurate. <laughs> I know, I know. It's yeah, it's just been that way for years and everything, and it really has got it. It has gotten better, but it's just it's just just like with everything else with media and while well, we've our current political situation and everything, uh, rational voices get drowned out by the noise. Yeah, well, look, they, they, wait, 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 what? It, this has been going on forever. This says this goes beyond our current situation. The the women uh-huh. they've been getting the weather wrong for a long time. How about controlling the weather? What's that all about? When how when when do we start doing that? When do we start dropping seeds into clouds that say it's not going we're not going to make it we're going to stop it from snowing? When does that happen, Justin? Will we go to Mars? <laughs> It's, it's a lot harder than you think. It's a lot harder than you think. There have been uh, weather modification experiments in the past. However, they really haven't gone anywhere, despite what the Sci-Fi Channel would lead you to believe. And they, it really just didn't go. It really just, it just really isn't feasibly possible because the stuff that produces thunderstorms, uh, rain showers, and those those type of systems are so large and contain so much amount of energy you would need that amount of energy to actually control and modify them. And we just haven't had, we just don't have the technology to do that yet. Well, maybe you don't. Right? Well, probably, uh, I guess that would be several years down the line. I mean, we we're innovating all the time, but it really is that hard to control these systems in the atmosphere because even though they're not released all at once, and that's why I guess you wouldn't have storms okay. exploding or sure. anything, like a regular summertime thunderstorm contains the same amount of energy as a small nuclear weapon. It's just that instead of a nuclear weapon with all the energy released all at once, it's released over a longer period of time. With so are you a, weather, are you a weatherman now? Are you a weatherman? What's the deal? Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually a software engineer and a meteorologist. I'm a federal contractor for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. I'm doing a lot of work with data analytics and climate data. All right. So, what led you to call the show tonight, Dennis? It's just because I'm actually a, a really big fan of Steven Universe. Like I was like like what I said when I called in before. I really like what you do, and really, I like. Your, I mean, I have Rebecca Sugar is my favorite artist, but all the people around at Dee Dee Magno Hall, Michaela Dietz, and, 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 and you, you all have a very similar worldview as I do. And both Steven Universe and your worldview are really close to my heart, and they especially remind me of my mom who passed away in, in January of 2016. So what your perspective and the art that you work on is really close to my heart, and I really appreciate what you do. Well, that's nice of you to say. AP Mike is doing a a character on uh, Steven Universe now. Oh, who is it? Cole. He's going to be Cole. That's oh wow! That that must be a new a new character. I haven't heard I haven't heard that. Cole. Yes, he's going to play Cole on the show. C O L. Ah, nice. Yes. 
Well, look, Dennis, I appreciate the call. I'm sorry uh, about your... What's that now? Justin. Justin. Okay. Thank you, Justin. Think of the lead singer of the Moody Blues. That's who I was named after. It was? Really? Yes, sir. I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band. Yep, Tuesday uh, afternoon. I act, it's kind of a fun fact. My dad actually had the laser disc of Live at Red Rocks, and because he played Live at Red Rocks so much, I actually knew who the Moody Blues were as a band before the Beatles. <laughs> all right, right, we all get there. How we get there? All right, all right, Dennis. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call, Justin. I pr- Justin. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, you have a grand evening. All right, you too, Tom. Okay, bye. Best show. Hi. Nice guy. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Mark. Mark. Where are you calling from, Mark? Rock, Rockville, Maryland. Okay. What's going on in Rockville tonight? Uh, not too much. It's pretty quiet. The weather's really nice. Nice to hear. What do you got? Uh, what are you doing this summer, Mark? What am I doing this summer? Traveling a good bit. Where are you going? Uh, let's see. I'm going to Isle of Palms. South Carolina. I'm going to. Wow, that might be it. That might be the only That's place I'm bad. going. That's enough. That's enough. Hey, I was calling to uh, okay. to ask you about your thoughts of the uh, professional uh, basketball tournament. The professional basketball tournament. You mean the NBA? Yeah, that's what I hear it's called. What do you want to mean? It's name name a name a situation. I'll give you my uh, my opinion on it. All right. 76ers, Celtics, yeah. Well, here we go. First of all, with this, let me say this about these 76ers fans. There are these people, they're losing their marbles. It's, 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 uh, get this. For the people who don't know, this Philadelphia, right, is a great city. I love it. I love Philadelphia. But, and it's a city where they they lose every year. They lose at everything, every sport ever, they lose. Then this past year, they they win this. What, what are you doing there? What are you what are you what are you building a phone? I'm trying to build a phone or like, increase the volume one of the two okay. because I can barely right, hear fair you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, so, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, oh, I'm going ahead. Don't worry. Oh, this is my show, my friend. Don't worry, yeah, I Dennis. I, I know, know I'm going I know. ahead. I know what I'm doing. Easy there. Oh, that I didn't like the way that fit. I didn't like the way easy there fit. But you know what I'm going to oh. do? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. This is my no, I want to hear your thoughts on yeah. the 76ers. Oh, I know you let's do. go. I know you do. Did you say let's go? Yeah, let's go. Oh. Why am I not hanging up on this guy, Mike? Uh, because you love me. I'm going to keep you on. I'm keeping you on. Thanks. He did say thanks. Um. So they win this Super Bowl, right, in the flukiest way. Ever. They won the Super Bowl with like a trick play. They, the only play that would have been trickier is if Air Bud came out and ran the football in, uh, if he put it in his mouth and ran it in for a touchdown. So they win, but now they're suddenly like this city of champions. And they had Villanova too. Hold on, hold on. All right. All right, now you're going away. Goodbye. You're gone. Did I hang up on him? I didn't hang up on him. You there? Yes. Good. Oh, thank God. I almost hung up on you. So You want to talk to me tonight, don't you? 
You're so close to getting hung up on the series. It's a full moon. It's a full moon. It's a full moon. Why would you make an excuse like that? It's a full moon. No, you're out of control. Rain it in. Rain it in. Always. Always out of control. Hey, I got a poem for you. And then... Then this college basketball thing, which is meaningless, by the way. That's like that. They, that's like that's like winning on the boardwalk, uh, winning a box of candy bars because you put a quarter down on the one number. Who knows who's going to win that? It's it's half these kids, half of them, ninety percent of these kids are going to be working in uh, insurance companies next year, not playing basketball. It's the flukiest thing yep. ever. It's a, it's a, you don't believe in the purity of NCAA basketball? I, I, there's no such thing as the pure. I believe in the uh, the abject incompetence of it. Well, we got we got con we got Connor Rice. It's a terrible. She's leading the ship. These kids can't play. They, you know it. I know it. They can't. Hey, I play. coach third grade basketball. Okay, I you, know. now, now you're gone. Goodbye. This guy. This guy's a little too big for his britches. Lotte started swinging you-know-what around. Started swinging it around. Don't want to hear it. Guy getting a little too a little too comfy. Yeah, so look, they win this college basketball thing. That, that, that's like winning a, a, a raffle. They win the Super Bowl on a fluke because they run some trick play where the, the guy like pretends he was pregnant and put the football under his jersey or something and was just like, the other guy was like, clear out of the way, pregnant lady coming through. And then like the other, the, the, the Patriots fell for that. They believed like, now wait a minute, they wasn't pregnant. But now all of a sudden they're, then they beat this team, the Miami Heat in the first round, which is the, the one of the truly one of the worst playoff teams I've ever seen in my life. It should not have even been in the playoffs. They beat them. And now you got these fans. They're talking so tough, like they like you think you think that you think they won it all over and over again. And look, I'll say this: I'm a winner in life. I'm a winner. I know what it's like to win. Do I win championships? No. I win the artistic. I the the best show here is like every. I win. It's like a championship every week. I win on this thing. I put. I defy anyone to put a, a run uh, together. They couldn't even scratch what we've done here, and we continue to do what we do here on the best show. I hear. I hear these other shows and this Hollywood handbook. It's like, look, they're four years in, and they're already. Uh, they added some new character. He's like an animated guy or something. What is it? Like some, yeah, whatever his name is. And as a sidebar. Check it out. The best show we've given to charity so much on this show. $1,300 to uh, Hetrick Martin Institute uh, last month. Uh, Hollywood Handbook is still sitting on that goose egg in terms of their charitable contributions. Still a big goose egg. And I'll also say this. You got these shows. They, they, There's a big controversy now. Oh, no. Pay... People aren't paying guests. They're not paying guests for the podcast. Like, they come on and they don't pay. I'll say this. Best show, we're going to start paying guests. I'll pay guests. I'll, I'm going to show all these chumps how it's done. I'm going to show we do with class around here. We'll we'll be above board, more above board than any of these other shows. Some of these other shows, they got these comedians going on these things. They're carrying all the weight. They might as well, they, they're, they're, they might as well be uh, like scraping gum off the table, the bottom of the table. 
they got these these people working so much, these comedians. I get these guests in here. I'm not saying the comedians. Sometimes guests come in and they're the greatest and I love them. I can't get enough of them. Then you get these other ones that come and they sit on, they sit there like a bump on a log staring at me while I'm doing the show. It doesn't matter. They're all getting paid now. I'll pay all of them. Any guest comes on, they get paid on the best show now. Best show operates above board. We're ahead of the curve on this show. You wrap your head. We pay guests now. $50 a show. I'll pay. I'll pay again. Oh, man, 50 might be high. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, and also this. There's always food here. There's always beer and, and soft drinks. And then most of the time, these people, if they're in New York, I drive them back home. I drive them after the show. I drive them home. I'll still, I'll still pay them. I'm going to show these other networks, these, these uh, rinky-dink podcast networks. Not rinky-dink. These, these titans, these giants. They have, all, they have mountains of money. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. and they got these comedians coming on these shows. And they're, 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 they're like doing like grunt work on these things. Not me, man. I got these comedians come on there. They're, they're just laying there. They're laying like they're half asleep. I'm still paying them. Show them how it's done. Right, Mike? It's a classy show. And nothing's classier than someone telling you how classy they are. That's what I've learned in life. The, the sign of true class is that the person who believes they're class... First of all, the word classy is embodies class. So yeah, so we'll pay. I'll pay guests. I'll show them how it's all done. I'll show them how it's done. These cheapskate shows. This pile. They got piles of money. Still don't pay no. We pay now. We pay. Not retroactively. So we did four thousand shows. It go broke. From this point on. And I've just received word uh, on Twitter that. Uh, Andy Kindler is indeed still with us. That's a, a, a great thing. And there was a, a, a joke gone wrong. And I apologize for any role I had in it. But uh, this is sad news that uh, a, another guest, one guest uh, is, is doing well. And, and in the wake of that, we lose another friend. Wally Wacky Man, I'm just being told here, has uh, passed away. Wally Wacky Man, who is this, uh, our purple friend, this puppet. He is no longer with us, so uh, rest in peace, Wally Wacky Man. I'm being told that there was a, uh, there was some sort of leak in, in a, uh, and he was used to clog a, a leak, like a, like a leaky pipe. He was jammed into the leak and wrapped around the pipe. Best of luck to you uh, in the afterlife, Wally Wacky Man. Best show, hi. Hi. Hi, to whom am I speaking? Maggie. Who's that now? Maggie. Maggie? Yeah. Hi, Maggie. How are you? Good. What state are you calling from, Maggie? State? Yes. Illinois. Illinois, Illinois. How's the, how how what grade are you in if you don't mind me asking? Fourth. Fourth? 
And how are you enjoying it? Good. What's your favorite subject? Art. Art? You know, my, you know the only thing I was good at in school was lunch. And I still got like a C in lunch. I wasn't even that good at it. What? I wasn't even that good at lunch. I still only got a C. But it was by far the thing I was best at in school. What? Lunch. How are you good at lunch? It was the only thing I was good at. You don't get graded on lunch in your school? No. I did in my school. I got F's in everything, but I got a C in lunch. Wow. No, not very smart, eh? Right? Yeah. You hear that and you're just like, boy, oh boy, this guy does not seem smart. Is that what you're thinking? It's fine. I'm not going to take it personally. What? I'm not going to take it personally. You can say it. This guy don't seem so smart. Okay. So what did you call about tonight, Maggie? I'm doing a state research project on New Jersey. You're doing a state research project on New Jersey? Yeah. And is that is that from Illinois though? You're not you don't live here. And what what is making what made you pick New Jersey? I don't know. Okay. And what's the report about? New Jersey, basically. Like what's, it's all about New Jersey. Well, what's something you learned about New Jersey that you didn't know before? Well, I learned what the state flag looked like. Yeah, it's a yellow, it's yellow. Right? Yeah. Okay. Anything else you learn? Well, I learned um, about Empty Sky Memorial. The Empty Sky Memorial? What's that? I think it's a uh, like thing for the attacks of nine eleven. Ah, okay, okay. I didn't know about that. Do you it know? What? Do you know where it is in New Jersey? No. No. All I know is that it's in New Jersey. Anything else? Anything else you learn about New Jersey? You know, we have all sorts of things. You know what? You know how each state has a name and they call, uh, give it a different name. Do you know what New Jersey's referred to as? The Garden State? That's right. The Garden State. Do you know why it's called that? Because there's gardens? There's one garden here. There's one. It's very it's big, garden. but there's only one. So it's the, it's the Garden State. Don't put that in your paper. What? Don't put that in your paper. There's just gardens? Don't put that there's only one garden in your report. You'll get, a, you'll get that wrong. So what are you doing this summer, Maggie? What are you going to do? Um, Probably celebrate my birthday. Ah. A birthday, eh? Yes. What are you going to have, some cake? What? Cake! You're gonna have cake? Yes. 
How about ice cream? You gonna have some ice cream? Yes. All right. Sounds like a plan. You gonna ask for yes. any presents? You gonna ask for presents? What are you gonna ask for? For presents? Yeah. Well, I want a magical cat. You want a magical cat for your birthday? Yes. Well, you might want to have a backup gift to ask for. Um, probably some nail polish. Some nail polish, okay. That's, uh, that might be a little more realistic. Although I think you can find something in between a magical cat and nail polish. Magical cat nail polish. Magic, there you go. I'm interested to see when you ask for that, what you get. All right, Maggie, I got to move on. The guy who produces the show, AP Mike, he's telling me I have to take more calls from other people. Okay? Okay. Well, look, you have a great night and happy birthday, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. I didn't mean to hang up. Sorry. CP Mike, I tell you. So sue me. Couldn't couldn't just burn his way through the old pretzels with peanut butter pretzels. You want pizza? Yeah, order some pizza, Mike. Go ahead. Or order whatever you want. You want to order something else? You want to order ribs? You get what you want. What do you want to get? You get then order some pizza. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Vito in Port Newbridge. How's it going? Good, good. How are you, Vito? Good. Fun show tonight, as always. Hey, thank you. Thank you. We're doing a good show. The topic is uh, I'd, how much I'd pay to see that. I love it. I love it. Hey, before I get to that, I, I um. I know you're a music guy, right? Yes, I am. Do you ever watch the um, the Axis Network? The Axis Network. That's like a A X S. Yes. Yeah. I have seen it. Yes. Some good music stuff on that. Pretty pretty wide variety of things. It is. It is like uh, they just added. I love these things. Like it'll be like the 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 making of an album, that sort of thing. They get mm-hmm. all the people to talk about it. Sure. Um, they've added added some I, I hadn't seen before, like uh, Transformer, Lou Reed, um, what else? There's a, a Judas Priest one, uh, Catch a Fire. There's one on, on this Primal Scream album called Screamadelica. Yes. I, I, I I'm never sure who's who Primal Scream is. I, I'm never sure if, if, if they're... The Happy Mondays or the Stone Roses or the Inspiral Carpets. Do you have any any handle on that scene? Primal Scream, the guy, Bobby Gillespie is the main guy, right? And I always think of him, he was in Jesus and Mary Chain. He was, I think so. Early version, and he broke off to go do Primal Scream. That's that's the one thing I remember about them. But, But Happy Mondays had the hype man. Oh, right, Bez, right? Bez, yeah. Bez had to get his mouth wired shut, right? Because he was partying too hard. Isn't it? Doesn't it? Isn't it amazing that a band can have a hype man? It seems like they're the first one to like blow it somehow. 
they have less responsibility than anyone. Oh yeah, and well, they've got no talent. And the only way they get in the in in with the band is because they they probably supply drugs first. That's probably the. I mean, who's who's kidding who here? That's that's why they're there, right? I would think that's pro. That might be a component that they know how to get the party started. Yeah, yeah. I always love when those guys think that <laughs> that they're talented and they try to do their own thing or they try to like get songs in the mix. Yeah, I've then, got a song. Then they learn the hard way. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. You know, I, I'm in the middle of this one uh, on on Frank Zappa's Overnight Sensation album. Yes. Okay. Is that the one? I'm trying to picture the cover of that. So, oh, it's like uh, it, it's sort of like a what do you call it? A um, graffiti kind of. It's like it's like a whole bunch of things going on at once. There's like a a McDonald's box and and like a I think it's some kind of fruit that's supposed to be some sort of sexual something. It's all kind of perverted. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a shot. Okay, but right. Uh huh. So but it's funny. I'm watching this, and and you know I, I've seen most of the Frank Zappa documentaries, and every time I see one of these things, you know I, I'm always left with the, the the same question, and that question is: Is there a note of Frank Zappa's music that I don't absolutely detest? <laughs> like a note, one note. And I don't think there is. So you you think, I mean, this is a guy who recorded maybe more music than anyone. Yes. And you're pretty much sure that you're at the, in terms of sign, what you'd sign off on. Right. You, you still might not find one second of the music. I don't think so. There's one scene in this where, where his... his uh, his son, who, who I, I think is verging on, on, on as insufferable as, as his father, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's at the soundboard and, and uh, at the mixing desk, and, he, and he's bringing up a song, and there's like a five-second passage in the song where it sounds like Dire Straits. Uh-huh. I can almost sign off on that. Okay, you came, that's the closest you've come. Yes. I, I like that the, fam, that the kids are fighting over... The catalog, right? It's uh, it's like it's like when I imagine it. It seems like two, two because it's Dweezil and Amit. Yes, it's almost like fighting over who gets to own like a dirty toilet plunger. It is like they're the perfect per- per- analogy. They're, they're doing like a tug of war with it. Yes, I want to get sick from it. No, I do. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Hey, so getting getting to the topic. Yeah. I would pay to see that. I would pay to see mm-hmm. the the inner workings, like the first rehearsal of a band. All right, and this band, this is a fictional band that I made. I've made up. Mm-hmm. The band's called the Smartest Guys in the Room. All right, okay. and it, it features four members. Is there any chance I could guess? Try to guess. We've already we've already established who one of them is. Dweezil or Frank? No, Frank. Frank. Okay, so it's so living or dead? Yes. In the band. All these other guys, the, the three others are still alive. Okay. Are we thinking so smartest? Yes. Tom Morello. No, I, I wouldn't have thought of him. Okay. I. I, I uh, this is more like 
the the most uh you know how Frank Zappa like thinks he knows everything, and, sure. and he, he's everything is he's condescending to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Think about that. That's that's what I'm going for. The condescending, yeah, the condescending thing with it. So, um, if they're alive, then that means it's not Lou Reed. No. Okay. Van Morrison. No. Okay. G- give me a hint. All right, this guy uh, had just embarked on a tour, I think a couple days ago, reformed uh, a band he was in. Reformed a band he was in. Yes. Just started going on tour with it. Yes. I don't know. I don't know who. He's a Philly guy. A silly guy? Yes. A Philly guy? Yes. Okay. Upper Darby. Todd Rundgren? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. All right, these next two guys are English. Because he would be like, yeah, I'm writing hit songs now. Yeah. And then people then would be like, so when you're writing hit songs, I'm not writing that hit songs. I'm playing album long sides now. Right, yeah. So when you're doing an album long side, no, I'm doing R&B tribute now. I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing that. It's not what, a joke. Why, not, this isn't a joke. Why are you asking me about that? I don't do that anymore. Right. So... Two guys, not the Gallagher brothers. No. Hmm. One guy. Oh, here, here's a good hint. They're, they're both bass players. They're both bass players. Yes. One guy is not super known for being oppressively uh, uh, know-it-all-ish, hmm. but it, but it's it's palpable. Who who is it? I'm I'm, I'm Roger I'm, Waters. Okay, sure. And, and Paul McCartney. Okay. The Paul McCartney, I could see, seems like he'd be more like you have to admit. He's going to pretend, hey, I don't know anything. Exactly, yeah. I'm just, a, I'm just a lad like you. Right, yeah. And then meanwhile, you know, it's like, all right, what's the game we're doing here, dude? Yeah. I know I know you know every... I know, I know you think you're better than all yeah, of us. I know you know you're better than everyone. <laughs> But you're you're acting like you're just like some like, like you're like the some, you're the cleanup guy like you're you're here to mop up yeah he's just a guy he's just a guy rolling around a garbage can yeah. with a with a stick and a nail at the end he's picking up <laughs> trash in the park right and then it's just like I don't know just playing having fun just yeah. doing the thing. <laughs> yeah but, oh, I, so I pay to see that. Okay, well that'd be a good, that'd, be that'd, be, that'd be the smartest guys in the room. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I can't remember if you said you do or do not watch Westworld. I do not watch Westworld. You don't. It, it's worth a look. It, it's it's sort of fun. It's okay. uh, um, you know, it's uh, you, you have to kind of devote a lot of time to it, and uh, which I have, and. I'll tell you, I don't know why I was surprised by this, you know, considering that 99% of all scripted TV programming contains a, a stand-up comedy element. But I have to admit, I was kind of shocked by old yucks. By old, what is old yucks? Old yucks. Um, he's this new character that they've introduced. He's this aging stand-up comic who rides into town and riffs for his supper. He He riffs? Yes. For his supper? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, they only showed him doing crowd work in this last episode. Uh, 
you know, like commenting on on a guy's chaps or a woman's fancy hat, that sort of thing. Sure, sure. Like a like a typical thing would be like uh you know like he he sees a large guy in the in the saloon he's doing his his bit and he's walking around and he goes like something like uh looks like someone's been raiding the truck wagon when everyone goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. That okay. Sort of thing. Sure. So that's the it's like western themed put put down comedy. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, like and he sees this other guy and then, you know he says uh, you know if you spend as much money on your teeth. As you did on those ivory pistol handles, maybe you wouldn't have to keep going to Irma's brothel for female companionship. Oh, and then, like, so, he wow, gets uh, the sure. tip of his finger shot off by the guy. Okay. Yeah. So it's a real, it's kind of like he's, he's like a, like a Don Rickles of the, of the Wild West. Exactly, yeah. Although, you know, uh, Todd Berry was listed as a consulting producer, so I, I assume he was, you know, he had some input in, in, into that. Sure, probably especially with crowd work. If you exactly, said there was yeah, a crowd work element, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, the word on the street is that Andy Kindler has been helping out. So I can only assume that at some point in the future, we're going to see some actual stand-up comedy from Mo Yucks. Sure. Can well, you like imagine what that what that'll be like? So so think about like an old old west stand-up comedy guy, like a grizzled guy. Like, what kind of jokes would that be? He'd probably say something like, uh, excuse me, I didn't get the telegram about that, right? That's good. Or like, uh, uh, you know, Sheriff Davis has a horse that runs on, um, uh, I got no end for that. What do you think he would run on? What it, what the car would run on? His horse. The horse would run on. Yeah. Would probably run on the, uh. That the checks he never cashes from being sheriff of because, because he he gets money from uh, yes from what well, from what'd you get money from I guess like maybe uh, from work from from work in the fields or something. I don't like that as much. It's okay. got to be something better than that. Sure. Well, okay. Well, look, I'm in the same well, boat. You, you couldn't come up with anything either. I know, Otherwise. but I, I, you're the comedy guy. I figured you would know. Well, maybe he'd say a thing like. Uh, I just found out my career is over. It was the the message got to me by Pony Express. I like it. That's really good. Like a pony, the Pony Express delivered me word that I'm oh, it's my career's done. That's good. Yeah, my career. You'd be just like, uh, what what do they call that when they have like a, a like a, a like a shootout in the street? What is that like a? It's like a like a duel, like a like, like a, a showdown, like a show. Yeah, just like yeah, uh, yeah, like. Uh, my career, my career died at high noon. You should write this. Yeah. You should be in there. My career is like the swinging doors of the saloon. <laughs> the saloon doors, yes. Yeah. Goes back and forth. Yeah. So, uh. I love it. Yeah. I, 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 so if he is working on it, that'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be great. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, though. I, I am kind of tired of this wave of AI storylines. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Well, like, you know, there's a there's a similar storyline in one of my other programs that I like, Silicon Valley, about, you know, there's, there's this way too realistic lady robot. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, and I, I, I don't like, I think a caller last week had a, had a comment about how they don't like... You know, these realistic robots, and they kind of, you can't tell if they're alive or not, and it's just too scary. It's too scary for me. 
there's a thing that people don't like those robots that are just a little too close to human. It is, yeah, and uh, um, so and. and Objects coming to life is about the scariest thing I can think of. Okay, like like what? Well, like, you know, call me old-fashioned, but I think the best ever objects that came to life are that little Zuni fetish doll from Trilogy of Terror. Remember that? Karen Black? Yes, that's the doll that chased her around her. Came oh, my God, fire high-rise. Right? That's scary. And also, the other thing, the bulldozer from Killdozer? Remember that? I remember, yeah, not so much on that. Oh, movie. so scary. I saw it as like a kid. I think it came out in 74. It was like a movie of the week. Sure. I didn't leave my room. I, I was, uh, how old would I have been then? I would have been, I think I would have only been like eight or something. Okay. I didn't leave my bedroom for a year. Because of the bulldozer and killdozer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that if, if you think about how scary that was as a kid right but you're a kid though that's okay right well i don't know well, I, i'll tell you to this day i still won't have anything to do with heavy machinery still yeah okay well i mean in this i guess in the scheme of things unless you're like actually in like the construction business that shouldn't be too too much of a of an imposition What's interesting is that I am in the construction business, Tom. Really? Yes. Everything we do is, is done by hand or with the help of mules or horses. And what is the, what is the name of your – you have a company? I do, yes. Uh-huh. What, what, is, what is the company called? Vito's Vegan Construction. Why? Vito's Vegan Construction. Yes. It's like vegan construction? Yeah, you know, without the use of of, of machinery, you know, that's that sort of oppressive stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's vegan, right? I, I think you might be a little off. Kind of pushing it, maybe? Yeah, I mean, are you just hoping to, like, tr- to just score some some jobs from people who are, 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 like, conscious in that way? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that that's the wave of the future, right? I mean, it's it's yeah it's a it's a definitely a thing, but I I don't know how construction I don't know how that's necessarily vegan. I don't think you're okay. I, I, well, I'm not sure. you know there is there is a downside to this, and it's that everything takes about a hundred days longer than it should. So because, that's kind of a that's kind of a bummer because you're doing everything with you said horses. Yes, horses and mules and things, and by hand too. A lot of hand digging. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's all good fun, though. You know, we have a really good time, and it's it's uh, you know we we do get it done eventually, and it's it's super cool, it's super great. Everything's rad. Uh huh. Yeah, rad. I'm, I'm I'm just sorry I'm so giddy and amped. Yeah, you see, you seem like you're right? getting very very uh, excited there. I know it's true. I I am. I'm excited. I mean, what's 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 making you so excited? Well, um, I was officially inducted into the Colonel Eno crime family today. I'm not. Wait, what's what's that? Not you mean the, not like the uh, the mafia. Oh yes, the mafia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. Well, we had the ceremony in the basement of Sal's Meats on Raspberry Street in Medium, Italy uh, today. It was really cool. 
Okay. Yeah, it was very spiritual, the ceremony, you know. Even the part where I had to promise to kill anyone who threatens a colonel, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, which isn't really a big deal because, you know, to be honest, I've already iced a few bad dudes in my time. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. you know, Vito, I have to say, I, I don't know if this is necessarily something you should be talking about on the on the radio. Oh, don't worry. It's totally cool. I mean, I can do pretty much anything now. You know, I, I'm pretty much above the law in, in all ways. It's so cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like anything goes and, and I can't get in any kind of trouble. It's it's cool. And I'll tell you, man, between you and me, I can't wait to get my share of this Northeast Airlines heist that's going to go down on Thursday at Newbridge Ultranational Airport at 2.30 a.m. Oh, okay. It's going to be great. You know, this thing is going to make the Lufthansa heist look like a candy store robbery. This heist that's going down at 2.30 in the morning tonight. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm glad you clarified it. Well, you know, it's 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 worth knowing when it's going to happen. You know, but sure. tell you, man, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to spend all that cash on. You're already figuring out what you're going to spend the money on. Yeah, I want to have a gold pool, like a gold. You know, like you'll be able to see that it's gold, but I also want the water to be gold. Like gold colored or with actual gold? Like, I'd love to have it be like molten gold. Molten gold? But, but that's probably not going to be able, I won't be able to swim in it. I'm worried my, my children will get hurt if they swim in if molten gold. If it's molten, yes. I would say that's bad for anyone to swim in. Here's my question for you. If, 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 say the molten thing worked out. Does the water have to, does the gold have to be heated at all times to remain molten? I would think so. So that means it's going to be really hot. So that, I think I think there will be a, a chance of of, of 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 if not just scalding, of you know, uh, suffocation by gold, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of yeah, it sounds like a, sounds a little dicey. It sounds like a very probable thing. I think so. Yeah, molten gold. Oh, wait, hang on. Someone's here at the door. Hang on. Hey, Giuseppe! Hey, Vincenzo! What are you guys doing here? Vito? Hello? Oh, he's it's gone. Lines. Huh. Oh, there, yeah. I gotta say, with that call... Mike, I don't know if you've been keeping track of this. I, I've actually been keeping track of it. With that call, there's been now 250 callers on the best show since 2003 that have been killed. And, I mean, it's... That's something. But then, I mean... I guess I'm also, like, flattered in a, that, and also maybe a little worried, too, that the... That the mafia seems to really listen to the show a lot. Very strange. Very strange. Strange days indeed, right? Not my words. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? Uh, you're talking to Paul in Toronto? Paul in Toronto. What's up, Paul? 
Not too much. Raptors are beating the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. So That's right. What do you think happens? There's with that? some hope in the air. Is this the year? Is this the year? You feel it? I think so, and I think with the Blue Jays too. You know. So this is the like, year you, you know, guys they, win it all up there. Well, like, we start going to win anything, but, you know, we got the Rats and we got the, we got the Blue Jays. And, and who's your, who's your football team up there? Well, like, well. Argonauts? The Argos. The what? Argos. The Argos. Yeah, if you, if you mean, like, you know, like, traditional, like, Canadian football. football. Canadian football. The Argos, yeah. Yeah. So what led you to call the show tonight, Dennis? It's Paul. Paul, sorry. Uh, what, what, uh, what made you call um, the show tonight, Paul? Okay, so basically, like, in Toronto, we got this, um, okay, he's like, the seventy-year-old like city councilor who tries to act street or whoever is running his like Twitter account or whatever, basically trying to act street and um, you know trying like you know hype up Drake and stuff like that. Okay, and wait, this I like... would pay okay for him to actually rap with Drake. I don't like Drake at all. Like, there's hold on. Many from, more. Like, from, no, you're from. You're from, that, you're from you Toronto, know? my friend. Slow, Dennis. You can't say something like that. You're from Toronto. You can't say you don't like Drake. Well, I just did. <laughs> well, you might want to watch. You might want to watch it, my friend. That's risky. It's risky up there. Mm-hmm. Well, right? I, I, I went there. You yeah. did go there. So you want to yeah. see some politician? What is it now? Who is he? Okay, his name is Norm Kelly. He's like 70, like five years old. Uh-huh. He used to be like a member of parliament. He's from Scarborough. Um... You want to see like you want to see him city councilor. You want to see him run like basically like whoever runs his like uh, Twitter account makes him look like he's street uh-huh. when he's like a seventy year old man. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, the street's old also. Well, either way, like look Dennis I don't know what I to would, tell you I don't know who this guy is no offense I don't know local politics anywhere I don't care about any politics I don't care well you're still on Twitter like you can look at some of the stuff that like he's got out there or right? I can not look at it and be happy well, right exactly. I could be but happy either way like he's got some like I'm guessing that it's like someone you know, on his team or whatever is doing that, but making him try to seem good. 
Okay. He's not hurt. I love it. Well, I'll check it out. 70-year-old white guy. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check. This sounds like a thing for me to check out and get up to speed. I'll check it out. Okay, Tom. All right. You have a great night, guys. Okay, bye. YouTube, Tom. Love you. All I want to do is bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle, 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 bicycle. I bet you you blasted that album when you were a youth, Mike. You didn't? All right. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello, hi, welcome. Hi, Tom, how are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? You are speaking to Sparkle Bomb from Buffalo. Sparkle Bomb from Buffalo. What's up tonight, Sparkle Bomb? Well, I'm just uh, hanging out with my roommates. They just made dinner and just having some nice conversation. And I thought I would give you a call. What did they make? What did the roommates make? They made um, multiple gourds. They made um, an acorn squash, a butternut squash, and they took it out of the oven and they had to put it back in because they didn't prick it with the fork. Anyway, lots of gourds. So Okay. Lots of gourds yeah. tonight from the roommates. Yeah, yes. Sounds good. I guess it was good. I haven't had any yet, but uh, yeah, I thought I would call you. I haven't uh, called in a while, but I heard the uh, the old topic was, what would you pay to see? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So I'm going to get right down to it, Tom. Uh, I would pay anything, and I'm going to give you a background story real quick. The Smashing Pumpkins were my favorite band all throughout high school, from ninth grade all the way up until I graduated. Um, at this point in my life, I'm about to be 30 years old, and I would pay anything to see Billy Corgan on Scared, <laughs> Scared Straight or Beyond Scared Straight. You want to see you him. Know, so-, so you want to see Billy Corgan convicted. He's convicted of a crime. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. no. You, okay. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, so not on that side. You want to see him as one of the people that gets scared. Yes. I didn't know if you want to see Billy Corgan like, like, you know how scary it is in here? I thought that's what you were saying at first. You wanted to see him in that role. Be like, in here we're like rats in a cage. Like, right? I mean, Despite you know, all my could, rage, he, I'm still just a rat in a, a jail cell. I'm still just a, a mouse in a prison yeah. type setting. Yeah. What was your favorite um, Smashing Pumpkin song of all time? Let me see. I bet you I can guess. Oh, sure. Take a guess. Hmm. 1979. Nope. <laughs> I think it was probably uh, Soma from Siamese Dream. Yeah, I don't know that song. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just okay. Anyway, so you want to see him? It, you want to see him that? as one of the 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 people sitting in a chair with these with these prison 
these pr- prison toughs getting in, in people's screaming faces. at him, screaming, screaming at him. How you much? Know, okay, now how much are you paying? Seriously, look, you, you don't have all the money in the world. I, okay. Um. Well, I would take out a loan somehow. I work at a pawn shop right now, mm-hmm. but I would take out a loan. I would give okay. everything in my in my world to uh, maybe pay. $75. You'd pay 75 So you'd put up 75 and then take a loan out for more. Yeah, sure. So let's max it out at 100 Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I would just... I would I would really do anything. I could sell all of my music stuff, you know, for like a grand. Let's say like 2000 We don't even care about this we don't know where we're going to. Oh, to the lights in the town below. Yeah, if we make him cry enough time, he might make a good album again. I'm not sure. Are you going to see them on their exciting reunion tour? No, I'm not. Not if Darcy isn't there and... uh Jimmy Chamberlain, I don't know. They had bad blood back in the day. Mm-hmm. Billy Corkin has bad blood with everyone. And I'm pretty sure he's an Alex Jones supporter. Um, he fell off the wagon a long time ago. <laughs> like the, the, the qual- mental. The, 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 the talent wagon. Yeah, the talent wagon, yeah. But look at this. Um, what, if, what if he said to you, you being the Smashing Pumpkins fan community, he said... First thing he says is, Dear Smashing Pumpkins fans, the world is a vampire. Right? That's the first thing he says. And then you're just like, Yeah. Right? That's what you'd say. I'm listening. And then he says, yeah, The band's like- back. He says, The whole band's back. E- James Eha, Darcy Retsky, Jimmy Chamberlain. Would you go then? Um, no. No, I wouldn't go. What if he said that old Joe was going to be in the band? Old Joe? Like was that old like... Joe! <laughs> like my old feet. Joe! Yeah, that's all. Right. Yeah, only if he was, like, suspended and coming down from, like, the rafters. Mm. Like, just coming down. I, don't, I, just really I want think to you see. should go to the show. I think you should go to the show and hold the sign up that says, I love you, Billy Corgan. Thanks for getting me through high school, even though you don't mean so much to me anymore now. I mean, they really did get me through a lot. You know, I was like the, the friggin' weirdo that went around with my video camera and just, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. I, okay. I get it. You grew You outgrew it. You outgrew it. You outgrew no, it. No, I didn't outgrow it. I'll still listen to them all the time now. It's just that, you know, he kind of, he's kind of like the Morrissey. He's kind of like the Bono. He's kind of like the, the that guy of the rat. band. I am still just a rat. Right? What if they did a tour yeah. together? Would you see that if they came out and did each other's songs? Right? Mm. I, I know. If, if someone were to pay me any amount of money, I what mean, if yeah. you were that? What if it was 
it was called Corgacy, right? <laughs> no, I can't get I can't get past Morrissey's uh, eternal shortcomings. Um, Take me out tonight. Take no. me anywhere. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Right? Yeah, right. No, they should go on tour together because it's just one in. And if it's crashes into us. Right, they sing each other songs. Yeah, they, okay, so do you think another caller is going to is gonna call you and say, like, I would give anything in my life to see Morrissey and Billy Corgan do a I'd tour see, together. I'd go see it. But exchange songs. I'd go see it as long as, I'm allowed, to bring my, as, long as I'm allowed to. That's called fanfic. As long as, I'm, as long as I remember to bring my t-shirt can into the show. <laughs> Blast it right into shoot, the crowd, into shoot. everyone's Morrissey faces. gets hit in the chest with the t-shirt can and unfolds the t-shirt. It just says, Morrissey sucks. Like he like yeah. unfolds the, the bundled up t-shirt and it just says, Morrissey sucks. Please blast that right into my soul. I want that shirt. All right, Sparkle Bomb. All right, Tom. Thank you so much for talking. Of course. Take care. Best show. Hi. Uh, Hi, Tom. This is Jay from Tokyo calling for uh, one for the topic tonight. From Tokyo, eh? That's right. That's right. Old Japan town. What's going on in Tokyo tonight? Well, it's actually uh, a holiday this whole week, so I'm... um, I am sticking around town and doing some stuff and uh, checking off my list of things to do, basically. Mm-hmm. What holiday? Yeah, it's good. What holiday is it? Uh, it it's called Golden Week. <laughs> Where, um, Golden just Week. Just basically. Gold. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like a week where, you know, stuff kind of shuts down so, and people leave. So, Dennis, what are you doing in Tokyo, what brought you there? Uh, well, back in uh, 2002, uh, my old band toured Japan. And I had come here before as a tourist a few times. But um, Which band was that now? Uh, I was in a band called The Ladderback from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. All right. Yeah. And um, you stayed. <clears throat> hmm? And you stayed? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, once I once I came here in uh, November of two thousand two, I decided I could probably live here. And then you so went I kind of uh, once two thousand three came around, I ended up relocating here and have been here ever since. Gotcha. You should maybe consider yeah. where is the next move for you? Are you there forever? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm here forever. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got family here now and got kids and. Well, but, what would you yes, think about this? Is this the only thing I would suggest? Take the kids, all your stuff, pack it up, and you move to Bayonne. To Bayonne? You know what they have in Bayonne? Yeah. A green quick check. How do, you think, um, how do you think tea ceremony classes would go over at Moss's? <laughs> tea cer- like a tea ceremony at Ma- Mass's Tavern? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see. Look. <laughs> We find the edge there. I mean, after the guy, tea session, the guy from Bar Rescue went into masses. Yeah, he went to mass. You know what he did? He took a bat and started hitting himself in the head. <laughs> he rescued himself, huh? Yeah. 
who just said, yeah, I can't do anything. I'm going to try to erase any memory of this happening. I believe it. <laughs> Amazing. So do you have something for the topic, Dennis? Uh, uh, it, yes, and uh, it's, it's Jay, by the way. Jay, sorry. Jay. Yeah. So, so Tom, um, your, your topic is, uh, I'd pay to see that, and mine is actually a little slight, a slight twist. Oh, your topic. It's some, Please. I was uh, sorry. It's, it's, oh, I'm it's something now. I would. Go ahead. It, it's something I would pay to see again. Ah, what would you pay to see again? Well, in the early 2000s, I traveled to San Francisco to see uh, to see the Boredoms play. Yeah. And they were playing two nights, and um, the first night we go there to the um, to the club, and I think it was a place called Slim's. And this is one of those clubs that has a movie screen over the stage, right? Okay. So they're kind of playing like visuals and like old movie shots. So when the band starts up, the the, the uh, instead of a curtain, the movie screen goes up like automatically. You know, right? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there waiting for the band to come out, and someone comes over the intercom, and because there was no uh, support act listed for the night. So then the, uh, the club owner comes over the intercom and says, okay, everybody, you know, we had a small booking error tonight. And opening up tonight for the boredoms, here is Wasp. Wasp as in the metal band? Blackie Lawless, glam metal, trash rock band Wasp. Opening up for the boredoms, unannounced, as a surprise. And... The screen starts going up, and lo and behold, we see Blackie Lawless. You know, he always wore those like ripped up fishnets, and he would have like like uh, like saw blades, yeah, like 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 rotary saw blades attached to his uh, to crotch. His, his crotch. Yes, something like that. Now, I had I was in a state of shock, and the whole crowd was too. You could just see like the, the jaws dropping. But there was like four people right up at the front who were kind of like in on it. They must have known. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's like they had four Wasp fans who were right at the front just going crazy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, um, uh, I, I'm not sure if you know this, but the guitarist, don't say, Chris don't, Holmes. Don't, don't, you say, a, don't you say e-cigarettes for legs. Don't you say oh, it. No, Dennis, you know what? don't I knew, you say no, it. No, no. I promise. Don't you say it. <laughs> now, it's not me. It's not me. I will not. I will not. But the thing is, um, Chris Holmes, on his guitar, he had the inscription written on the neck of his guitar that yeah. said, I am a animal. Yes. I am a animal. I am a animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So know, they're rocking out for well, about... They had, they had a hit three... song called, uh, uh, bleep, uh, was it Bleep Like a Beast? Animal, that's, that's... Bleep Like a Beast. That is exactly right, and there, that's where the saw blades came into effect there, I believe, on the album cover. So they're rocking out. They're rocking out, and then after about, you know, the, the vibe is not cool, actually, because it's not their crowd by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Except for me, who's just kind of loving the moment. Now, the funniest thing is, is about two songs or three songs in, whether it be a technical error or somebody at the club was just having a laugh, but the screen starts coming down halfway in their song. Okay. And kind of gets stuck halfway and keeps kind of, it's a super spinal tap moment. Just keeps going up and down, up and down until the band are just furious. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole thing ends with basically them walking off the stage and 
cursing out the whole crowd. But I just loved a moment like that. And in my retelling of this story to people, I have never once found anyone else who was possibly there or who had heard about this story or had seen this before. But I would love to just to, just to confirm my own memory on this, just to go back and I would love to pay to see Wasp opening up for the boredoms again in gotcha. San Francisco. Gotcha. That would be great. Thanks for Tom. Thanks for your time. Love the show. Of course. You thank you for calling Dennis. I appreciate right. it. Take, bye, take bye. Mine, mine. Oh, no, I can't say that. That means the show's over forever. No, I take that back. No, that does not track. The phone number 201-332-3484. That's the number to get in on the action tonight. A couple of things I want to tell you. Uh, yeah, I made it clear. We, we're going to pay. We'll pay for guests now. I know that's a big, uh, a hot topic for podcasting. And a lot of places uh, that are making uh, mountains of money. We can't pay. Meanwhile, they got these comedians sweeping the hallway on these things. I get these guests here. They might, I might as well invite mannequins here half the time. I'll still pay them. You hear that, Mike? Mike, you're in charge of the money. I'm going to give you a wad of cash. And I need you to be in charge of it. Something. If you're in the New York area and you're looking for, if you're looking for work in the New York area, my uh, my friend uh, owns a, a cleaning business, and and uh, somebody actually uh, she put the call out. I mentioned it before, and someone uh, listener got work and is is doing is uh, got a real uh, job job out of it. If you're looking for a job and you're in the New York City area, it's t- Team Clean NYC is the, the the thing. You email me at bestshow4, number four, life at yahoo.com and I'll put you in touch. So if you if you need work, and, and people need work, if you find yourself between jobs and you're in New York City looking for for a gig, you do some uh, some cleaning, it's a cool company, I'll put you in touch, get some work. Best Show trying to help people. Like I was watching this. Uh, first of all, everybody's like, "What are you going to talk about, Kanye West?" No, I'm not. Oh, he started screaming about something. Oh, oh, that's a new development for him. Oh, he was screaming about something. Because now he's like to make America great again, dude, and. Uh, it was like four years ago he was acting like the lost member of uh, Crass, suddenly acting like he was condemning the system of uh, commercialism. Say, like, look, you just don't listen to him. He just screams anything. You just hope he's okay. That's it. Just hope he's okay and ignore him. You just hope he's okay and you ignore him. can't put any stock this guy was on saturday Night live yelling about uh what was that dumb song it was a really dumb album and he was like did some song about like where he's just putting down like commercial stuff and meanwhile he's like talking about high-end fashion also it's like well is that that's not commercial like oh this guy just ignore him 
hope he's okay. That's it. And you hope he makes some music at some point that's uh, good again. He hasn't done that in a long time. Don't wanna, these albums are one's worse than the next from this guy. Best show, hi. Yes, this is Mythic from New Hampshire. Who's this now? Mythic from New Hampshire. What's your name now? Nithic? Nithic. M-Y-T-H-I-C. Nithic. Hi, Nithic. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? I'm good. Welcome to the best show. Why, thank you. This is the first time I called. You're here. You're in, Nithic. This is amazing. What can I do for you tonight, Chief? I actually want to talk about the topic. What do you got? I would actually... The topic is what I pay to see, right? Yes. I would actually pay to see the best show live. Not on, not on the air or nothing. Just be, you know, with the crowd, hanging out with everybody, see, see what everybody's doing. Someday. Might come true. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Might yeah, that would actually be excellent. Yeah? Fingers crossed, right? All the time, man. What are you doing this summer? Uh, Working... And hanging out with the kids. Lurking? What do you mean by lurking? Lur- oh, working. <laughs> yes, working. I thought you meant you were lurking. I was like, yeah, maybe that's not the kind of thing you say out loud. <laughs> lurking. No, I didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. Well, well, Nithic, you. It sounds like you. Uh, uh, you got it. You got it lined up, and you're gonna have a great year. Thank you, my friend. Best show. Hi. Tom. You got it. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm a little, 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 uh, little, uh, uh, not under the weather. I'm a little run down. A little run down. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm not complaining. I'm here. I'm having fun, though. Having fun hanging out with my friends. Good. The listeners. <laughs> so what can I are do you, for it, you? What's your, what's you your name, Chief? What's your name, Chief? No, I'm not sleeping. Well, I'm not sleeping think- a whole. I'm not sleeping a whole lot. I've, I've been uh, getting pulled uh, this way and that way. I do the same thing. I stay up till like one or two for no reason. One or two? Why are you going to bed so yeah. early? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, well, I have to work in the morning, like uh, like a, a normal stupid thing. But whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, what can I do for you tonight, my friend? You've been calling me all night. My name is Dennis, and every time people have been calling, they have a different name, and uh-huh. you just say, Dennis, and I just think that you're asking for me, so I called in, and I figured I'd, you know, connect with you. Okay, well, you're here, Dennis. Dennis, you're here. Thanks. Welcome. So I have something for a topic. I figured if I was going to call, I had to come up with something. Sure, what do you got? All right, so I was thinking, so Muppet Show. You have a live Muppet Show. You have all the new fake Muppet voices, whoever they are now. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the fake Kermit and I guess Carol Spinney, if he's on the Muppet Show, I don't know. That's the that's the guy who does what? Bird? Bird? What's the he, bird guy? Big Bird. Big Bird. The large yes. bird. Yeah. That's the one that, uh, yeah, the late great Wally Wacky Man was a big fan of Big Bird. Well, yeah, it, 
RIP. Yeah, we we uh, there was a leak. A pipe was leaking, and he was tied around the pipe. <sighs> he went out like a champ, I say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So 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 go ahead. Okay, so live live uh, Muppets, and they have you know like they have puppeteers, all that stuff. They invite the individual members of the Modern Lovers to the show, okay. but like they don't tell each other, tell tell them that they're going there, and so they they reunite in front of the Muppets. So if they're going to fight, they have to fight in front of Muppets. So there's no way they're going to do that. So they have to play. So the Modern Lovers have to play because they're in front of the Muppets. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting way to get the modern lovers back together is to put them in front of the Muppets. Exactly. I got to say, it's very crafty. <laughs> very crafty. Sneaky. Yeah, it's very sneaky. Some might say sneaky. <laughs> and what would you want to see the modern lovers do? Why, why, what, what, do you think it's even worth it for them to get back together? No, but it'd be it'd be good to go to. <laughs> I don't know. Just anymore. to see what what they would do, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I want the I want this guy to do. What's he gonna go through and do? One, two, buckle my shoe. This guy. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who's laughing back there? Who is that? That is Mary. Um, Mary from Lansdale. Uh, I'm her husband. Very interesting. Yeah, this is the same. Uh, so, I'm the one that saw you at the Super Chunk show. That's Hi, right. I'm Dennis. And told her that I think that's Tom, and then she was like, "No, that's not Tom." And so we we didn't go to talk to you. But you said that I was there. See, actually, what happened is so I I look at, like we're at we're at the front after the show, and we're just kind of hanging out. Maybe we'll get a guitar pick or something. And then a, a bouncer comes out, or, you know, a guy comes out and tells us to leave. So we yeah. go to the back of the place. And so Mary went to went somewhere, and I'm st- sitting there. And then where the bouncer was, I see you. But I think, but you're standing just where he was. So I wasn't sure if it was you. And I thought you maybe you were like this bouncer guy. You think I work at but the I'm club like, now? Hi, I'm huh? Dennis. You thought I worked like at you the were club? Standing, you were standing just where he was. So that's why I was like, maybe he's a bouncer. And so I asked Mary, and then she said no, so we left. Yeah. I think Mary might know a little more about the best show than you do. <laughs> she does. You're just like, is Tom a bouncer? Is Tom a bouncer at <laughs> Union Transfer? It was dark. No, I'm not a bouncer. I pointed I right sell at out, you. I, I sell out Union Tom. Transfer. I sell out you. We the best show. Uh, Tom and John play uh, Union Transfer. We pack that place. We don't bounce. We don't bounce out. The only thing we get bouncing is the crowd with our laughs. Maybe they only hire bouncers that look like you. Maybe they hire a look like. Now you're so going. That, you you're know, going. You don't come get on, come on, come on, Occam's Razor. Come on, let's get some logic in the mix here. You know, maybe they hire bouncers that just look like me. That don't make no sense. Come on. I don't know. You do know, though. Come on, tighten it up. <laughs> Tighten it up. You know better than that. You know that's not. It was case. very dark. No matter how dark it was, you know there ain't no. They're not hiring bouncers that look like me. I expect more from you, Dennis. Come on, get off my phone. 
What am I going to do? What am I going to do with some of these guys? Hi, I'm Dennis. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dennis. <laughs> what am I going to do with these guys? Thank you, I don't know anymore. 20 year old Frankie. He's married, he's got a kid. Working in a factory. He's working from seven to five. Mother chip control in readiness. Sonic assassins cleared for space flight. Countdown starting now. 30. Countdown started. All units prepare for activation. 25. Production androids activated. Now. The tape is rolling. The red orb is glowing. 20. Audience receptor units activated. Now. 15. Music distribution equipment activated. Now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, All units three, activated. 2, Countdown one. terminating. Countdown complete. All units functioning. Movement commencing. We have liftoff. Today, what are you, job Tom Turkis? Put some ecstasy in it.
Moses. I'm like Ricky Gervais. I'm just going to let it out. I love his laugh. Do you hate his laugh, too? I fell in love in the front seat of a 56 Ford at a drive-in movie, sliding over toward a girl in shorts and knocking a little on a bench seat, no gear shift in the middle. She was young and eager. It didn't take much to slip her in gear and let out the clutch, but the beautiful bench where we performed our feats has been replaced by two bucket seats. Well, great to meet you, Mr. Goreplex. Hey! 
Hey, you do save a big fan, but please call me, call me Gorf, okay? Mr. Gorf Wax is my dad's name, and he says hi, by the way. Okay, Gorf, that's good, man, so tell us, what is, what is the future like? Honestly, yeah. things are totally Kardashian-Jenner. The stock market's up, prime is down, and the Toyota-thon a year-round event. Twenty eighteen guys, you got a you got a slogan for twenty eighteen. Are you steamrolling chumps? Like Tom Sharpling? Steamroll chumps in twenty eighteen. No time for loons. People could, blacks could feel, what is, I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. I don't, uh, and yet it's said, it comes through, it fires out of me. And uh, even now in the, in, in the, in the passion and the, and the, uh, that's here as I, as I confront myself. Here's a song. This one says, when you're down in the dumps. And you need something to bring you up. and Johnny were sweethearts Lordy how they could love They swore to be true to each other As true as the stars above He was a man But he was doing her wrong Frankie she went down to the ballroom Get her a bucket of beer
delegates from a hundred gangs. And there's over a hundred more. That's 20,000 hardcore members. 40,000 counting affiliates. And 20,000 more not organized, but ready to fight. 60,000 soldiers. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Michael, I'm going to kill you! Westbury Music Fair, August night, 1967. Judy Garland. And she got a standing ovation after every song. And she brought her daughter on the stage, Liza Minnelli, and Peter Allen was her piano player and her husband. And she sang Cabaret, which she won the Academy Award for a couple years later, that night in that arena. And she got a standing ovation, Judy Garland, and the last song she sat on the floor and sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Zodiac Killers out here, out there, you come up here, I will fight you. And if you win the fight, I will cop to being the Zodiac Killer. I will cop to it. They will haul me off in handcuffs that night. I will be in jail for the rest of my life as the Zodiac Killer. But I'm telling you, if I win the fight, you're going down. You're going down, ZK. Michael, I'm going to kill you! What do you wear to a Taylor Swift concert? I wore shorts and a shirts and uh, shorts and a t-shirt. It was August. What do you wear to a Taylor Swift concert? I wore shorts and a shirts and uh, shorts and a t-shirt. It was August. But I mean, I never liked like I never liked Led Zeppelin. I don't, and I never liked heavy rock. I hate like if you ask me like those real like grand funk railroad or even the crazy. Mega, you know, the mega death or like <laughs> crazy ones with the guitars. I hate that stuff. Like Black I, Sabbath? Oh, Black Sabbath. Well, what's the other one that's ACDC? really ACDC? Yeah, and who's got Enter Sandman? Who's that? Metallica. Metallica. I would never say. If Metallica played my we backyard, I'd draw the blinds. <laughs> I mean, okay. Okay, I mean, give me a break. I mean, you gotta I be. draw the blinds. Uh, man, that's not music. I couldn't even listen to that. Not uh, into that. Oh wow. 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 Oh w
Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. I'd like to see it anyway. Can you bring it around? Yeah, I will. Like, uh... Well, should you bring it around now, or...? No, 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 no. I'm tired of the weekend. How That's about, like, weekend? yeah, how about, like, on a Monday or Tuesday? Uh, the, see, the trouble is that these people are expecting, uh... Enough, enough, these people are expecting, uh... Expecting something from me Monday. All right. I'm working, man. I got building some shit, you know? And I really got to get it built. Right. Just, uh, you know, some tables and some shelves and some stuff, and I gotta get it done, man. I put it way off. Um, okay, I'll tell him that I'll have to wait. Just, right. like, one week. Or, or, or a day or two. Oh, oh wow. Hey, just let me see it. Oh, okay. wow. Okay, let me, let me bring it over today. I'll just leave it in your mailbox, okay? And then you well, I'll be back. there. I'll be at the studio today, so bring it by. Yeah. And give it to me, but I can't read it. Okay. I'll be able to do that. And then I'll call you back. Okay. They were out riding through the South Alabama foothills one day and they got a little bit thirsty. They pulled behind this old abandoned farmhouse. Bernard was driving, he hopped out, he ran over to this old pump and he grabbed the handle and he started the pump. Now just as a matter of curiosity, how many of you good folks up here in the big city have ever used one of these old water pumps? Hey, that's fantastic, okay. Well, it was hot, it was August, Old Bernard wanted a drink of water, and after he'd been pumping a couple of minutes, he said, Jimmy, better get that old bucket over there and dip some water out of that creek. We're going to have to prime the pump. Well, old Bernard wanted that drink of water. I mean, it gets hot in South Alabama, and he was just pumping away and pumping away, you know. And I'll tell you, that sweat was beginning to come off of him. And he said, you know, Jimmy, I just don't believe it's going to water down there. Like a chunk. Isn't it true?
with your mouth. Uh, one and two and one and two and here it comes now. I'm almost ready to start. Bring it around. If I was going to get a bullwhip for a child, one thing I would keep in mind is that many whip makers these days tend to use parachute cord for rudimentary whips. And they do get great results from those whips. For beginners, I would recommend a nylon bullwhip or a cow whip with approximately six to eight feet in length to 
depending on how big you are and how much space you have to practice with your whip. The edges of the leather strip should lay flat against each other and not stick up. One way to test that is to run your hand down the whip. It should feel somewhat smooth, not overly smooth. And the fall of the whip, which is the part that connects the braided part to the string, should be a continuation of the smallest diameter of the whip. One thing I've come across with starter whips, many of the cheaper whips have a fall that's wider than the thong. The fall should be trimmed with a razor so that it's at least a bit narrower than the smallest part of the thong. At around 8 to 10 feet, the whip should feel pretty heavy in your hand. A good whip will have a healthy heft to it. And if a whip is too light, it will be difficult to pop properly. Whips. Whips. Whip talk. Whip talk. Zachary, do we have any calls on whip talk? Line two. Welcome to whip talk. You're on with Albert. Good day. Hello. Hello, Albert. Yes. You're on Whip Talk. Who's this? Who's this? Hello. Hello, Albert. Yes. Oh, I thought I was talking to Zachary. Uh, how are you doing tonight? This is uh, Clayton from Brooklyn. Clayton, how are you tonight? Welcome to hey, Whip Talk. Uh, Albert, you're, uh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. Um, I just wanted to know if a cat of nine tails would be a, a good starter whip for my seven-year-old nephew. Absolutely not. That's a foolhardy whip. Only a fool would buy a cat of nine tails for a seven-year-old. Don't be foolish, please. This is not a novelty item or a uh, something of sport or mockery. These are whips. Show respect to the whip. If you don't show respect to the whip, you will pay the price. You need to respect the whip. Zachary. Clayton, are you on the line still? Hello? He's gone. This is Whip Talk. Welcome to Whip Talk. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on Whip Talk. Who's this? Yeah, I was wondering, um, do you think a snake can be a whip? Excuse me? Can you use a snake as a whip? Absolutely is that acceptable? That's a stupid question. And you know it's I'm stupid. I'm sorry. You know it's a stupid question. These yeah, are whips I was thinking about whips, and I was thinking about Indiana Jones. I thought a about whip, a snake. A whip is a living being, as is a snake. But a whip is figuratively alive. A snake is literally alive. The problem with a lot of these whips these days is the quality of the braiding and the quality of the leather is uh, quite questionable. 
but many people get caught up in uh, just that. They have to realize that the density distribution is important for a whip. Does the weight of the whip it decrease smoothly along the length? If it's all concentrated along the handle or spread evenly along the length, that's going to make the whip harder to crack. Did you know that? I've never thought about that. Well, I'm sorry. But you still call like a fool and bring up the whipping with a snake. That's your idea of, of uh, some sort of prank phone call? No, no, no. Business. We're talking I about whips. That's kind of hard, but... I said we're talking about whips. I'm trying to find the right teach for the ideal whip for a child. Why would you call with something that foolish? Why? Maybe a child would try to use a snake though. A child would not try to use it. A child would have more sense than you. You're a fool. Zachary, why would you let that fool through? Something to also keep in mind. And this is... If you're going to learn anything about whips tonight, please realize you're on Whip Talk. Do not use oil on your whips. Neat's foot oil will make the whip really nice at first. But I've been told by many whipsters that eventually it weakens the whip and breaks down the leather. The best way to whip, uh, to break in a whip? Zachary, what's the best way to break in a whip? To use it, that's correct. That's correct, Zachary. A great whip has a lot of life in it. And the more you use the whip, the more lively the whip will get, the more broken in the whip will get, the more the whip will be yours. You can smack something with just your fingers if you don't have to consciously aim once you're good at a whip. All you have to put on a whip is a paste made of saddle soap. Shave the soap off a bar into a bowl and add just enough water to make it pasty or foamy. Not too much water. You don't put oil on a whip. No oil on whips. Never oil on a whip. The phone number 201-332-3484 on Whip Talk. My blood is still boiling from that last fool calling saying that a snake could be used as a whip. That might be the most foolish thing I've ever heard. A snake is a whip. A snake is a, is a part of nature. Zachary. Zachary. Did Zachary leave? I can't hear from him. Where are you, Zachary? Being told that Zachary is left. I knew he was a fool. I knew it was foolish to trust Zachary about what talk in any way, shape, or form. It's foolish.
Maker. Panini Maker? What am I supposed to do with a Panini Maker? What am I going to do with the Panini Maker? Hey! You're on Shut Up. Ah, Shut Up. Welcome back. This is Rex. I got a different call screener, and I'm not even sure what his name is. What is your name? Ernie. I've had you before. You're the usual guy. You try to tell me you're a new guy. Shut up. So anyway, tonight we're trying to finally get to the bottom of why anyone would buy a sub at a grocery store. They sell these sandwiches at grocery stores. These things, have been, who knows how long it's been sitting there. I go in, this is what happens to me. I go in the shop right the other day. And the phone number, by the way, is 201-332-3484. I go in the shop right the other day, and I'm looking, and I'm trying to get my groceries, and I see these at the deli counter. They get these pre-made subs. I say to the guy behind the counter, well, this says Italian sub. It's like, when was this made? Because today. Today? It's like, when today? When? It's made five minutes ago. It's been five hours ago. Because I don't know what it is. I'm like, ah, oh, shut up. 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 I'm so mad at shut that up. guy. So mad. You're going to try to sell me a sub? You don't even know when the sub's made? We gotta get this. I'm gonna unwrap this. First of all, it's wrapped in plastic, and then there's bread. There's there's wrap paper, like a plastic bag, and then there's paper under it. I don't know what this sub is. I have some idiots putting too much oil and vinegar on the thing, then wrapping it up, leaving it there all day. What are we gonna get soaked? A soaked roll? Two oh one. Three three two three four eight four. I shut up. Ernie. What? No phones. What's wrong with you, you idiot? I see the lines come in and I see they go off. I'm like, what is this, Ernie's telling these people not to call? Poetry. You want to read poetry on the show? You know what? Let the poet through. This is the thing. I'm so tired of these poets. My nephew's a poet. He's always he did English class. I don't even know what the deal is. He's writing things. Like, you feel his hands are soft. No grit. No, they, his hands should feel like leather at this age. He's 19. Is this a good line, Ernie? Yeah, welcome to our shut up. Who's this? Oh, you're ready for me. Who is this? I'm a poet. What's your name? My name? Yes, what's your name, stupid? Kenny, and I'm not stupid. You'll tell me nothing of the sort. So what do you want to talk about? I got a poem for you. A poem. Let's hear this poem. You ready for it? 
Let me ask you something, Kenny. Yeah. When I called you stupid, how did that make you feel? Made me feel great. Shut All right, Ernie, who's good here? Ernie. All right, welcome to our Shut Up. Who's this? My name's Jamie, and I'm really upset. What are you upset about, Jamie? I went to Jimmy John's, and that is this thing called an unwitch, and it's, it's supposed oh, to be don't get me, Don't right? get me started with this unwitch. I know what you're going to say. It's a lettuce, lettuce. wrap. Lettuce. Ugh. I it's went like, into oh, hush. I went into this Jimmy John's and they're telling me about the unwitch, right? I'm like, what's this on the board? Unwitch. They got the white bread. They got the wheat. Which isn't even wheat bread. It's just darker white bread. Don't get me started on that. I like the guy. Right. What's the unwitch? The guy's like, oh, it's a thing in a lettuce wrap. Lettuce wrap. What is it? What am I? Am I salad maker all of a sudden? My Jimmy Jonas salad maker. Guy's like, no, we got all for healthy, healthy options. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So when you're going to get a sandwich, Jamie, where do you go? I make it myself. And what do you put on it? Walk, walk me through your sandwich. Most importantly, bread. Yeah, of course uh, you put bread on it. it Second most importantly is definitely meat and cheese and a tie and then maybe vegetables and a, a topping. Like, uh, well, be more specific. Be more with you. Meat, cheese, and some vegetables. This is what I asked for. Give me the specifics. Walk me through it. Honey baked ham, a sliced turkey, tomato slices, little bits of lettuce, and pepper jack cheese. I don't know. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds. Sounds like you don't got any sense of spirit. That peppers. sounds like a. That sounds like a quitter sandwich. Somebody gave peppers. up. Peppers. There's peppers. I forgot peppers. Pepp- what kind of peppers? The green ones. Green ones. And what about the red pepper spread? I don't use that red pepper spread. Hey, you it makes why not? What makes you angry? Shut up! Shut up. You hush! You shut up! <laughs> All right. Want to just say that on a serious note, I want to say, Ernie, I'm sorry to hear about your DWI. You lost the case. You're going to be going. Ernie's going to be in jail for about nine months. We're sorry to hear that, Ernie. Although it's not even a DUI, we pulled a gun out. Policeman, this is what this idiot does. He goes, he gets a D, DUI. He's drunk as a skunk. He starts eating a sandwich, trying to get us off his breath. And the cop's like, "Have you been drinking?" And he goes, "I just been eating a sub." And the cop's like, it smell like you got a, a smell of alcohol on your breath. And he's like, yeah, that's not the only problem in this car. And he takes it, shows him his gun. You're not smart, Ernie. You never were smart, but you're my brother. 
You're, you're my brother and I love you. And I'm going to get you out of jail. And the second you get out, I'm going to say one thing to you right to your face. Oh, shut up. Look you in the face, I'm going to say one thing. You're my brother, and I'll never leave you. Don't worry, Ernie. I've got your back. Me and the rest of the sub club are going to break you out. We're going to drive it. We're going to steal a Jimmy John's delivery truck and drive it through the... Drive it through the gate. We'll get you out of prison. We'll get you out. No one gets left behind. Line, you're on the air. Hello. Art. Yes. You called. You asked me to call. What do you need? Do you claim to be the Antichrist? Yeah. Oh, then there's many questions that I have for you. Uh, first of all, how do you know that you are the Antichrist? How dare you? I dare. Your preconceived notions of what the Antichrist is. I don't dare. Have a valuable opportunity to talk. I don't. No, I, 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 was don't. Not even, I don't. I don't. You tell planning. me. You I tell me. I was not even planning on I'm coming home. out to talk to the public. Okay. But this is the first show ever that said, "Will the real Antichrist please stand up?" That's correct. I was very intrigued, and I, just as an aside, I must say you have a an excellent show. I don't know if it was fate, but a couple of months ago, my cousin at a uh, birthday party said she was listening to this unique man at night. And although I do work during the day, I wish I was on the beach, as the other guys said, drinking a margarita. Well, that's what people imagine. But, you know, what people imagine is rarely true. And you're right. How dare I imagine to know what the Antichrist is? So you tell me. What the Antichrist is, what the Antichrist is, wants. What... Is a man that comes along not by his choosing, just as Jesus was not by his own choosing. That's right. And I guess it was about the fourth or fifth grade that I was able to project myself over and have outer body experiences. Yes. Uh, when I was in junior high school, I started having global thoughts as far as getting a sense that 
Now, this is really hard to explain, and I'm, I don't want to take up a lot of your time trying to explain the thought processes involved, but God speaks through one person at a time during each generation. That person may not even know it. In every 500 years or so, that person feels it really strongly. In every 2,000 years or so, that person feels it strongly enough to be imbued with the Spirit of God. Now, It's, it's a thing that there's a certain modicum of respect that's supposed to be given to the performer if you're going to go to a thing. And I just call me old-fashioned, but if you go to a King Crimson show and you're there and Robert Fripp's coming all the way from England and he's playing and he's doing these things, he's playing these songs, he's playing Fracture, for goodness sake. The, the, only, the, the only thing you come up with is to go, Fripp, Fripp. Well, you deserve what you get if you get a dirty look. It's the best show. Who's good here, Mike? Line one. Best show, hi. Hello? Hello, hi. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Hey, Tom. This is uh, Devin from Massachusetts. How you doing tonight? What's up, Dennis? What's going on in Massachusetts tonight? Oh, not a lot. It's, uh, it's a pretty warm night. Just hanging out. Had one for the topic, but I'd call in. Yeah, what do you got? Um, I would pay to see Nardwar interview Garrison Keeler. You would want to see Nardwar, the human serviette from British Columbia, Canada, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, interview. He sure is. Garrison Keeler. Yes. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Well, I, think I think it might good. go a little something like this. Hold on, hold on, wait. Wait, hold on. Might go a little something like this. Hello, this is not... This is Nardwar from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And who and you? Who are you? This is Garrison. I can't do this time. Okay, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Don't make me. D- but it's a great idea, my friend. Thank you for the call, Dennis. I appreciate it. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Hi. Who's this? This is uh, Taylor from Los Angeles, California. Taylor. Oh, I know who this Taylor is. Oh, do you? I do. You do a little bit of drumming, don't you? Right? You might be mm, a band called the no, Foo I Fighters. Think maybe you got the wrong guy. You're not in the Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins. What's that? You're not Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. Uh, well, you know, I wish I was. So what's up, Taylor? Well, uh, I saw that you guys were doing "No Shut Up," and uh, that reminds me that uh, I was wondering how you felt about how the Raptors completely collapsed tonight. 
Did they collapse? I, I'm missing the whole thing because I'm doing the best show. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry, Tom. Oh, they missed the last 11 out of 12 shots oh, in the game tonight. Oh, boy. That's not good. That's not good. Come on, Raptors. What's wrong? What's wrong? They got the LeBron yeah, James has their number. He just has their number. He gets I, in their well, head. You, I actually don't know how you feel about LeBron James, actually, Tom. Let me, well, let me ask you a question, and I will answer your question. How do you think I feel about LeBron? If you had to guess. Well, it's hard because I know you're a known contrarian. No, I'm not. That's I'm not. See, me arguing that makes me sound like one now. Well, a, so a contrarian you, you, you makes fell, you, you fell in the trap, Tom. Or you fell in my trap. Oh, that's true. I, I, well, I don't know. Now I'm confused. I don't look. I I try not to disagree for sport. You try not to disagree. Sorry, I I, I didn't catch the last of that. And for sport, like I try. I don't. I try not to go. Maybe for for being funny, I can do it sometimes. But I, in terms of actually going. And taking a stance that I truly don't believe in, I don't do that so much. And I try not to. Well, I mean, I know that, but I was saying you're a known contrarian. I feel like that's, that's, the, that's the consensus out there. Is it, am I wrong to feel that way? I don't know. So what is the thing now? What is the thing you... Uh, let's just go... Let's just well, go. We, yeah. we were talking about LeBron James, and uh, yeah. I, I, it, I know that you're a big basketball fan, and I would say that LeBron James is probably the best player since. I know people like to compare him to MJ, but I would say that he's probably more dominant than MJ, and probably on the level of like a Dr. J type dominance. Would you agree with no, that? I would say you're you're you're. Dr. J, so you think Dr. J is more dominant than Michael Jordan was? I, I, yeah, it, I in his time. That's not true. That's not true. He doesn't have, he didn't have the, he didn't have the jumper that Michael Jordan had. That's not true. Well, that's, that's true, but he didn't need to. Sure he did. Eventually he did. He didn't play nearly as long as other guys did. Okay. Look, but I still don't. I, I still yeah, not okay, well, sure what you're Then sit back and listen, uh, Dennis. I'm about to tell you. Uh, well, it's Taylor, but Taylor. Dennis is fine too. He goes. Dr. J's uh, uh, one of the greatest players, right? One of the greatest players, of course. But he's he's he's, he's lower on that list of the greatest players. Michael Jordan's so much better than Dr. J. That's not even close. Oh, my goodness. But this is what I'll say. LeBron James can do literally anything on the court. Literally anything. Michael Jordan could not do literally anything at the level that LeBron James can do literally anything. And that's probably due partially to his size. But who do you think's a better who do you think's a better shot blocker? 
LeBron James or a rebounder? LeBron James or Michael Jordan? A better rebounder? Yeah. Well, I mean, Jordan, well, it's hard because LeBron James is built kind of like a linebacker. Yeah. So, well, but he also has the athleticism, too. And Michael Jordan had the athleticism and, like, the he was very quick. I think maybe MJ was probably quicker than LeBron. Would you no, agree he, with that, Tom? Because he, he's small. He's, yeah, he's smaller. He would be a little. But when you see LeBron James coming at you, this, if, you're, if he's coming on the fast break, what are you going to do? This guy's going to knock you over. I'm running off the court. Yeah. yeah. Look, LeBron James, I think LeBron James is the best player I've ever seen in my life. In your life. In would, my life. You, would you compare him to anybody in the, like, in the last, let's say from like the gold, I don't know what you would say the golden age of basketball was, but I, I guess it would That's be a good like, thing about basketball, Dennis. <laughs> it's always the golden age. We're in it. This is not baseball where people, the best years were 90 years ago or 40 years ago. <laughs> the best time can be right now. And unlike That's baseball, it. a player can come along and bring a new skill set to the game, and the game changes. The whole sport changes based on a player. A player can still change the game. Thanks for the call, Dennis. Besho, hi. Hello, how are you tonight, sir? I'm good. To whom am I calling speaking? from uh, Los Angeles, sir? Who's this now? It's a control. It's Andy Kimler, and I just oh, want to you are not, that guy's wrong about you being a contrarian. You're Thank not you. a contrarian. Thank you, Andy Kimler. This is Andy Kimler, the comedian. The and I just want to say this. First of all, this guy. The national comic. That's national. True. National. This guy has filled rooms. No, that's not true. That's from... true. Not true. Well, don't, don't, don't. Half filled. Half filled rooms. This guy has half filled rooms from coast to coast. No, no, more the big cities. Big cities. Okay. This no guy south. has half filled no, rooms in major Chicago. cities in the north. And some of the Midwest. Sometimes Iowa, but I don't draw well. Some of the Midwest. He doesn't draw well. He, you have uh, to repeat it? Why would you repeat that? <laughs> because uh, what would you think about okay. this, Andy Kindler? Look, first of all, sure. you're one of the funniest people that has ever walked this earth. Oh, Tom, that's going to make me gonna make me cry now. That's the, mem- that's the memo you need to get. Sometimes and I probably respond with something funny, right? Sometimes the memo. That. No, you don't have to. Sometimes the oh. memo. Look, I, 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 it's going to take you a while. I don't. I don't have that much show left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you mean in, in general or tonight? No, no zing, to come zing. up. <laughs> may, zing, might be zing, zing. Look, sometimes Andy, the memo you truly need to get is the memo that says you're the best. Oh, and while that there might be a mash, cha- there might be no mash channel. There isn't. No, but there should be a channel. There should be a channel, the Kindler channel, right? That's true. That's true. Where they but run? You know, your... I'm suspicious. When you get, I feel like you could turn on me. Maybe you could no, turn I'm on me. Why would minutes. I turn? I don't turn on you. I, 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 you're a friend. I don't turn on a friend. No, look. Here's the other thing. I started a sick. A sick rumor. I, I, I didn't start it. I don't know who started it, first of all. My mom is very upset. Let me just say that. 
has nothing to do with this, so. Oh. <laughs> I wrote a thing, a joke. I said, my goals as a as a as a as a as a, a cartoon voiceover artist. My only goal is to take over for the guy that did the voice on Bob's Burgers of the Mortician. He because he passed away, and that's you. And you're alive and well. That's me. And I every, am alive. Well, I'm well, alive. alive. And, yeah, but someone wrote back. You know, they were doing this thing. You said I was dead. Other people uh, were happy. And then this guy writes back. Goes Andy Kindler, who did the voice of Mord, is dead. And I said, No, no, I'm okay. He goes, Oh. You haven't been on for a while. Is everything okay? <laughs> then he starts going back to my how many appearances I've had. <laughs> he found a way to make yes. you feel bad about. It's almost like you were telling him the good news. I'm still alive, and he was just yeah. like, "Yeah, haven't seen that... you on the, haven't heard you on the show a whole lot lately." Can you believe it? In fact, I woke up. I w- it was at night, and I wanted to make sure I've got to get back to this guy. Because he's very upset about maybe I'm yeah. dead, so I get back to him immediately ASAP, and then yeah. and then the next morning, oh, you are alive. Yeah. Well, what's happening yeah. with you? Anything wouldn't going on? Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know it by the amount of times you're on Bob's Burgers. So Why do I take the bait? That's a that's bait. I don't even know is going to be bait. No, that guy got you. That's but you didn't even realize you liked that type of bait. <laughs> so yeah, so I said this thing as a joke. And then I forgot the problem with this is this is not a, this is not a text this is not a text chain between two people. <laughs> there are tons of people reading this, and then people are like, and first of all, there were some people. It was it was a it was like a people. Some people were like, "Look, I'm excited that Tom's going to take the thing over." <laughs> Other people were like, "I'm I I like Andy better." Other people were like, "Let's give Tom a chance to do, like, let's uh, in in uh, let's let Andy's voice stand on the episodes he recorded already, but let's let Tom." Well, you were you were saying re- there was an actual discussion about re- additional ADR. I was going to go back in the booth and recut your lines uh, the way uh, the way it happened. I think that happened to uh, Louis C.K. on a cartoon. He <laughs> wait, wait, why do I laugh? All you have to say is Louis C.K. and I shot. I start to shot and Freud didn't laugh. <laughs> you love it, hey, Louis C.K. You uh, sometimes to cheer myself up, I look on FX on on demand mm-hmm. and just uh, I laugh because his name's not on there anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know I feel bad about that whole thing is the people who who went through they were on the wrong end of his uh, his uh, pervert ways. No, of I do course. too. But, well, I, I but, also, for, but I also feel yeah. bad for the dude who used to do the voice. Uh, we'd be like, tonight on Louie. The guy who used to do that for FX, <laughs> yeah. he'd be like, tonight Louie has uh, violence and uh, nudity. Adult supervision could be adult. <laughs> if you're upset by it, join the club. Yeah, that's the guy I feel bad. That guy's like, wait, he did what? Oh, no, this is not good. This ain't used good to be for Penn, me. Used to be Penn Jillette, remember, for Comedy Central? He was the voice of Comedy Central, Penn Jillette. Can you believe yes. anyone would want to hear his voice day in, day out? He was the voice of Comedy Central, yes. Yeah, when they first started. Yeah. Why don't you do more voiceover stuff? I can't believe it. Penn Jillette, who is, wouldn't be, is, 
nobody likes Penchler. Even the people who are fans dislike mm-hmm. him. Yeah. He's getting voiceovers. Yeah. He's getting the voice. Well, don't you think he would want me to say, tonight on Comedy Central, it's, uh, what do they have there? Crank Yankers. Crank Yankers. Crank Yankers. Tonight on a special, tonight on a special Crank Yankers, um, uh, tonight on a special episode of Crank Yankers, Robert Klein, uh, pretends to be blind. Robert Klein, and, and he calls up initially to say that he can't stop his leg. Yeah. And then that goes over, doesn't go over even. And then he owes something else. That's tonight. Thing- crack, crack Yankers 911 tonight. Someone dies while, while fooling around with yeah. Crank Yankers. Tonight on a very special Crank Yankers. Ten, <laughs> on a very special Crank Yankers, we say goodbye to an old friend. Robert Klein is, is retiring his puppets. Leg. His leg. His moving leg. How did that, when people are always like, whenever anybody's just like, oh, the past was better, all you have to realize is that Robert <laughs> Klein became a multimillionaire by taking a harmonica that he could barely play and doing a couple like oh. blues licks on it and then going, I can't stop my leg. I can't, I can't stop my leg. I can't take that bit. I can't take that bit one more time. He will do that for forever. Yeah. I mean, I laughed at him, Tom, at some point, I guess, back. Remember, he used to do the dental. You go into the dentist chair, and they got that stalking question mark. That sounds like George Carlin, Klein. But the the, the comedy of the past, it had, it's had, it, look, it, some of it's yeah. all right. Some of it's lousy, though. <laughs> That's true. No question. The, 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 the David Brenner, when he's like, I'm on the subway, and then the guy's sitting on the, I'm sitting on the newspaper, and the guy's like, are you reading that? That, that this guy this made, is weird. This guy made a this career on it. This guy made a living on the thing of that he was sitting on a newspaper and a guy asked him, "Are you reading that?" I tell you, he told people, and I hope it's true that he said that he was the first comedian to reference Guam. Now, maybe that's not true that he said that, but it would be great if it was the that first he, comedian. I said, I said Guam. Nobody else said Guam. Oh boy, really hanging your. Are you excited about Dennis Miller tomorrow? What, what's he doing? He's coming tomorrow? back. Is he getting launched into space? He's going to be on Breitbart. Hey, combining your two favorite things, horrible politics to bad comedy, he's on Breitbart. Look, this guy, everybody's like, oh, Dennis Miller. He's, he's like. Who's saying that? <laughs> no, but this is what they're saying. Oh, no. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna go after the roast lady or whatever. They had some award oh, show, yeah. some Washington D.C. award show. Look, you couldn't pay me to watch these things. I, this is what I say to that: if you're leaning, you should be cleaning, rather than these people holding some dinner where they are backslapping each other. Why don't you guys get out in the, and uh, why don't you get out and clean a park? Why don't you all you go clean a park, right? Why don't you go build a house for someone? They sit in a banquet hall. I got to sit in a banquet hall and watch uh, whatever uh, Wolf Blitzer do do uh, send in the clowns. Whatever he's doing, well, like it's, what is it? A talent <laughs> show? It's like a it's like a reporter talent show. I tell you what, this she she got them good, and they they were laughing at Michelle Wolf until they decided that oh she's saying there's something wrong with us now. I've never seen people turn so fast and decide. But it was I actually enjoyed it very much. 
You, I keep thinking I'm going to be asked when you. Where, where's my correspondence dinner? It's coming. Wow. It's coming. <laughs> Live at the correspondence dinner, Andy Kindler. Tonight. Hey, uh. Right? Tonight with my self deprecation jokes. You'll just be like, uh, yeah. I hope you get the job. I hope you get the job. I'm going to start a thing, Kindler, for. For what's it called now? The Washington, D.C. Press Awards or what talent show? Well, if you're going to start something, don't you think it's time for either one of us to get the Mark Twain Prize? Look, I've the made. Mark Twain. I, I've wrapped my head around this, Andy. I'm not winning anything <laughs> ever in my life. I'll never, and I'm happy with that. Because you see these award shows. These, it's always amazing. These people are like, Beyonce didn't win the thing in the over. It's of course she didn't. Why would she win it? The awards are stupid. They're stupid. Hey, Why I would lost she win my it? First award. I was at an award show and I lost the L.A. Web Fest. I was up for a best supporting actor and I lost and I actually got uh, depressed afterwards. Who did you lose to? I actually lost to a very funny comic, Brent Weinbach, no, but he didn't even show up. They said if you show up, is it? It's one of these award shows that go, hey, if you show up, you good chance you could win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you showed up because you thought they'd give you the thing. Right. And I started to go, oh, I'm, I'm a, there's no way I'm not winning. Yeah. You get your hopes up. You start inflating the award. Yeah. My wife said, if you got this award, I would argue about it if you put it on your resume. That's what she said. <laughs> that she would argue about you putting the award on your resume. Yeah. Yeah, she'd say, don't do it. But I got so excited, I started sweating on my palms. Yeah. And the winner is, they hooked me. They hooked me now, Tom. Are you still doing that podcast with that guy? <gasps> Thank you for setting me up. Thought spiral. Now, what Thought is it? Spiral. What's this guy's deal? Look, I hear you on the thing. You're, you. you're a five-star. You're the gold standard on the thing. I, I can't get a handle on this other guy. I don't know what his deal is. I think, and look, it's your business. He's your pal and co-host. My two cents, you jumped into a thing with somebody too quickly. <laughs> you should have you should have done him on a trial basis. No, uh, but you know the thing that's uh, the thing you're not all I like to do. All I like to do is divide teams up, Andy. It's so funny. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. I just like it's like. A- you're great. We literally I, have no more listeners than we had six months ago. Is that the way it's supposed to be? Literally. Well, I think if he no was, more he's listen- bringing the thing down. <laughs> he's bring. What's his name again? JJ what? Josh Elvis Weinstein. Josh Elvis Weinstein. And what does he do now? He was on Mystery Science Theater 3000. He wrote for Freaks and Geeks. One, very which, funny okay. comic. So what he's did one he, of my been my friend for years. And what did he do? What did he do? He was on Mystery Science Theater. What? Is it, you couldn't get Jonah. I Ray? never saw. I never saw the original. You couldn't get I Jonah Ray to be much. on it. Poor old Jonah Ray. You couldn't get him to be on it. Well, no, this is the, he's, a, he's OG. He's the OG. No, no, no. But the thing is, it's really not. But how about the fact that it's not taking off? Wait, hold, hold, hold on just one second, Andy. Let me just hear something. Did you hear that? What was that? That was the sound of uh, Jonah Ray getting another TV show. <laughs> I can't believe I played along with that. <laughs> What's that sound? Yeah. This guy. It's Jonah Ray. Oh. This guy. This guy hey, I feel like I, I, 
Did I call too late? Because no. you gotta have you gotta no. have people backed up now. No, no, you're all no. backed up. We're winding down. We're winding down. You're the you're the headliner for tonight. It's 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 not yeah. unlike it's not unlike when you're in one of these rooms in the country. Uh, what about no. this as a show? What about we? I tried to get that show where where you went around with a portable uh, brick wall. That was a oh. I pitched I pitched so it to CISO, and you know what they said to it? They said they said uh, we're going out of business. They actually heard that pitch, and they said, "Yeah." They said, "I think I think you're the final straw here." <laughs> Can you help they us? They said the number you talk? have reached is no longer <laughs> in service. <laughs> Yeah. Do you? I swear to God, that's the only thing I dodged a bullet. I wasn't on CISO. Mm-hmm. That's one depressing thing I can't say about. My show was on CISO. Now you can't see it at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing with the, the the thing with you though, we couldn't get. I wanted a thing where you went around with a brick wall and just right. didn't stand up anywhere. I bring the comedy to you. I bring yes. the comedy to you. But what about this? What about this as a show? It's you handcuffed to a different comedian every week <laughs> and you interview that movie them. what was that movie with there on a train with tony curtis no the one on tony curtis handcuffed no no it's not tony curtis but aren't these two guys that chained together famous movie what was that sorry, mike? I ruined the... the defiant ones mike said yes we yes. That, and talk about uh what a better name for my comedy team than the defiant ones what if your thing is called, what if it's called, instead of like comedians in cars, whatever, with the coffee, with Jerry Seinfeld, right? <laughs> what if your thing is, Andy, it's like shackled to Kindler. Yeah. Is what it's called. Shackled to Kindler. This week on Shackled. And they have to hear me whine. They have to hear me whine for a half hour. About how tight the shackles are. That's right. And this bit's not, I'll go, I don't like this shackled bit now. That's all we're doing? <laughs> see, that's what we got. See, I knew if we spitballed, we'd immediately get to a great show. But just imagine you, leg shackle, handcuffs, and that's how you do an interview with somebody. <laughs> Tonight on the show, Andy Kindler gets shackled to Thomas Middleditch from Silicon Valley. And then later, and you have like a musical act on, and they can only play with their like arm shackled. Like your, do you think arm, we could sell shackles? Your arm Luke? has to keep getting jerked over because they're like <laughs> playing guitar. Uh, this sounds. Uh, this sounds like one of those uh, Farrelly brother movies. Didn't they have a thing where it's Greg Kinnear was uh, shackled yes, to somebody? No, it was they. They were they were conjoined uh, twins, I believe. Very tasteful. Can you believe movie. that that movie got made? Ta- very Tom, tasteful. That movie. movie gets made. Nobody goes. Oh, I have a problem with that premise. Yeah. Some people go. Oh, that sounds great for two two hours. No, the thing is, people were like, "We don't want to see this. This is offensive." And then they were like, "But guys, it's Greg Kinnear." Oh, oh, oh. let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. It's Greg, Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Who was the other guy? Matt Damon. God, that mo- I'm telling you right now, that movie sucked. <laughs> you don't even know the name of it, but you're, it's your least favorite movie. Wasn't there one with Little Man? Wasn't there a Little Man with the Wayans brothers and he's a tiny man? Well, he was, yes, and he pretended to be a baby to hide out. Little Man. 
like he stole like a, a, a he was like kind of trying to rob something and he pretended yeah. to be a baby uh basically you know when they're ripping off bugs bunny cartoons for movies that they've run out of ideas when they're just like think anyone noticed that that was a bugs bunny cartoon in the 40s and eh, let's just do it yeah no, but meanwhile, I go in and pitch these fantastic shows. I'm telling you, comedy on a comedy in a phone book, all kinds of great shows. If I Nothing. could sell, if I could sell Shackled with Andy oh, Kimmler, you'd do that, right? I'm already ready right. to move to New, New Jersey. Is that what I would do? No, I'll go we'll, anywhere. We'll just show. we'll put you. And the other thing is, you're uh, you're also in the Bayou. It takes place in live from the Bayou. <laughs> And you're on one of those boats with the fan on the back, right? That's where all the interviews take place on one of those boats. It's noisy. It's very noisy. It's super too. noisy. Live from the bayou, it's Andy Shackled to Andy Kindler. Tonight on the Ow. show, John Prine. Right? John Prine. I love John Prine, but I don't think he's feeling that well. And I don't think he'd like to be shackled then. Tonight on the show, T.J. Miller, musical guest John Prine. <laughs> I'm your, uh, I'm the co-host, and he's shackled to you for the intro. Yeah, we both end up in in jail. I would think you're shackled to your to your announcer. Then you get unshackled, and then shackled to the first guest that comes out. I'm pitching this. You know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing a show right now? It's called I'm 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 shackled to my own career. Is what's happening right now. I can't seem to. Oh God, I thought that was funny. I thought that was going to be funny. You ever think something's going to be funny? And then... <laughs> I generally that that, no, I don't have that problem so much. You don't have that go on at all. No, it doesn't go somewhere. Sometimes I usually I have land... that all the time. Look, I'm like Sully up in this piece. I land these <laughs> things. I bring these things in for the landing. I lo- that kind of confidence. In comedy is so misplaced, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know you're going to get a laugh when you listen to us. Yeah. We're like Sully. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell this shackled. I'm going to sell this shackled. Okay. And, uh, yeah, get ready. And how about that I have Shaquille O'Neal on? That would be shackled great. Shackled to Shaquille O'Neal. That would be great, right? That would be great if we got you shackled to Shaq. And there would be one giant shackle and one tiny uh, Jewish-sized shackle for me. Make a lot of jokes about that. Look, just Tom, I think you've—I think you've either depressed me or I'm very excited about. Or you're, this. or you're, or you've never been so energized. I've never wanted to. I've never wanted to get into the Andy Kindler business before now. Yes. Now I do. Live from the Bayou, it's shackled with Andy Kindler. I think that'd be great. Oh, well, I'll pitch that. Oh, I'll do anything. I would even get my leg going. And you'll be head. like, oh, the audience tonight. I got you. Everybody look under your seats. There's crawfish. You get crawfish. You get crawfish. He gets crawfish. She gets crawfish. <laughs> Tom, I'm happy. Oh, Andy. Before I called you, I was a little down. I'm happy. Why? Things, Why are, going, are, down? things are go. No, you, really you you've got the ability to make people laugh, Andy. That's a, that's a rare gift. It's but sometimes gift. the clown is sad, Tom. I know. Sometimes the clown 
doesn't share the joy yeah, yeah. of all of the laughs he brings yeah. to his. There was a hundreds. story. This is a story. This happened to me, and it's a true story. And I usually don't like to tell things that are so uh, personal like this on the show. I was down also, and I went to my doctor, and I was like, "Doctor, I'm not. I'm having a hard time lately, and uh, very sad." And the doctor was like, "Well, Tom." I just want to let you know that the great comedian Pete Holmes is performing in town. And many people go see Pete Holmes and they are <laughs> cheered up and they go see him and they laugh. And my prescription to you is to go see Pete Holmes tonight in concert. And I said, but doctor, I am Pete Holmes. <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought maybe I knew that joke. But I didn't remember it. Oh, that is good. Oh, oh Andy. Andy, I love I, you. I'm glad you're alive. The rumors have been... Yes. We're debunking yes. them I'm, tonight. I'm totally fine, and I thank you. You know what? It's it's better to be joked about that you're dead than to dead joke. The, 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 I ne- uh, joke. I never even said the word dead, though. I never would... I wouldn't use that word in the thing. I said he, he passed right. on or whatever. Like... Yeah, because you're class. When you when you slam, when you do a prank, it's classy. I'm a classy pranker. I'm like George Clooney on a movie set. <laughs> I, I love every one of those. And then he mailed Tina Fey a yeah. chicken. I mean, I don't get yeah. any of them. But just imagine, was, yeah, imagine you're on a movie set and George Clooney pranks you, and then you go prank him back. You walked off the lot in five minutes. Yeah. Right. That wasn't a real bomb. Why is Mr. Clooney upset? That's a, it, it, I thought it would be hilarious. Yeah, I just did what he did to me. I smashed his windshield of his car. Just like he That's did a not prank. Anthrax. Yeah, he That's did not a anthrax. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I love you, Tom. Andy, I love you too. You have a great night and you're the best and everyone. Andy Kindler is performing live where now? Where where can we see you? Mm. Well, uh I'm going to be at the oh, in the comedy festival in July. Okay, I'm gonna have to I'll take. I'll do the same question when I get a road schedule together. You go to AndyKindler.com. Is that where you go? No, because those are old. You don't want my dates from 2005. Go you to go Twitter. to at, at Andy Kindler over at Twitter. Yes. And if you're not upset, I'll, I'll get you upset. With someone is running the account since Andy is, of course, we all know, is no longer with us. Uh, I, I believe his I estate. Drink. His estate is running the account. No, okay, he's, he's still here. I know. You're the king. You know, you're the king. You're the king. And Shackled with Andy Kindler is coming to the new CISO, not your father's <laughs> CISO. Right? Yeah, this is your father's father. I love you, Tom. Have a good All night, right, man. buddy. You have a great night. Bye-bye. Be cool. Bye. Bye. He's a good guy. Mike doesn't like him so much, but I love him. Um, Andy Kindler. All right, my friends, thank you for the show tonight, for hanging in there. I was a little uh, groggy, a little weak. I want to say thank you to the the, uh, the Best Show staff, Pat and Mike and Dudio. I mean, Dudio, not so much, but uh, no, of course, he's working. Dudio's on assignment. He still finds ways to work on the show. Still working on it. It's crazy. The other thing, Patreon, everybody who's, you know, I'll go into it on Twitter. I'll make the announcement on Twitter. I'm not going to do it here. Um, yeah. Thanks for everybody listening. 
there is a uh, uh, video I directed by uh, by uh, Frankie Cosmos, which is out. I haven't done a video in a few years. It's online now. Oh, it debuted yesterday, premiered yesterday. You can check that out. And uh, in the meantime, I want to say to you, thanks for listening. We'll be what, what now? Oh, here goes Pat. Playing Bayonne this Friday. Say, is going to say it in the mic. Which one? Any of them. Whatever mic you want, Pat. This Friday, Shorties and Bayonne. They live the movie The Band. Come meet me and AP Mike in person. Where now, Shorties? Shorties in Bayonne. In Bayonne. Yes. Okay. Free show. Free show. Pat's band, They Live the Band. Great band. I've seen them a bunch of times. Love them. Here's something from... So, yeah, check out the Frankie Cosmos videos. Here's something from Anna McClellan. New album, uh, Yes and No. Uh, This is a song called Flailing Orbits. Best show back next week. Good night. (laughs) Good night.